Hey everybody, this is uh, hey everybody, Kevin, this podcast for me. Podcast for you. I'm your host, K Dog. K Dog, co-host, uh, co-host over there, ever. Also known as uh, I guess Eve the uh, Max. Eve the Max. Really we don't really identify ourselves as anything. Really, we're just two cool cats. So, um, as of now, trying to you get guys have fires across, going on in California. You know, is, that, is that correct? Time. Yeah, but it's further north and it's Los Angeles. And we really in this podcast, we talk about things mm. like Star yeah, Wars, no, heart, uh, hydrochloroquine. Like 0% contained. We talk about aliens. Yeah, we talk about the old guard. The fire it's it's chocked full of yeah, excitement. Yeah, especially with COVID. I'm trying I to keep this short, out. this podcast, this um, episode. All the poor any episode. brown people's But I can't get back. We just can't or at a higher rate. cut it. It just at, depends like, on where it's at because you know, it's all in rural areas, right? Because that's how we are. Fires, it's we just keep going on into the upper class. No, just saying things. Yeah, they're building their houses out there. And yeah, um, further away from without further ado, enjoy. And notice how much we money do like the podcast, or if you see us on the YouTube, they put in the way on a different name called Podcast for We. Yeah, you, you know, um, it's weird too because like share so all that good stuff. They evacuate right and then so where do the people go? Mostly they go in like a stadium or a close court. Well, then, then, well, then you get state of emergencies being called, and then the government pays for their hotel rooms and stuff. So you think they're just in hotel? Well, that's still bad, right? It still sucks, but I mean, all their places are insured too. It's not like if National City caught on fire. If National City caught on fire, then you'd have a lot of people, you know, like that are shit out of luck. But all them people out there, they don't build their houses and not. Can you see your? Sorry. Can you see your screen? Yeah, it looks like I'm glowing. Oh, the sun's in it. Sorry. Ah, I was like, I was like, he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ray of sun kind of going, like just lifting up in the heavens. Because I'll connect it to the TV, like the you know the high quality TV. So I'm looking at it like I'm like, what the fuck is that? An artifact? I don't know. My bad. Oh, Bella, don't like that shit. Nope. Hey, cut it out. Oh, there's penguins on the TV right now, so she's she's pissed. There, it's a river. Shut up. <laughs> no, um, no, no, but you got closed quarters and shit in the hotel rooms, man. Maybe COVID will go up a little. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. You're you're talking about how uh, that'll compound the COVID issue. Yeah, there's fires every year. The only difference is we got this COVID, which really spreads in indoors as opposed to outdoors. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'd have to look at numbers to be sure. But I think common sense would dictate that fewer people are displaced by forest fires than say like a hurricane or something you know i hear yeah it'd be an issue and 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 but and plus all a lot of the hotels are empty right now anyhow so finding places for them in out there's gonna be an issue that's such a trippy thing with the covid19 with the small spaces that's why they emptied dorms out of the colleges well my school they're running at like half staff on alternating days so we don't have kids in yet we, we started school yesterday Oh yeah, well, we don't have kids yet, but half of the office staff is there one day, and then the other half comes in the next day, and the 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 half that's not there is working from home. Um, Yours which, I mean, is kind of trippy, but okay. So it's completely online, though, right? The schooling is happening completely online, and it is a cluster. But um, it's a mess. It's bad. It's bad. Have you, you have uh, a- we're using Google Classroom. Uh, I'm not going to become an advocate of Google Classroom anytime soon. Because you like the other one that's college-oriented. I like the Canvas one. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's good enough for college or university, hello. Yeah. 
Why, why do they go? Oh, because it's they can get more laptops out to the kids or some shit. Mm, money. No. It's cheap. It's free, I think. Right. Uh, Google Classroom is not free. You still have the licenses, but it's part of the, the Google suite. So we use like Google Drive, Docs, Sheets, Forms. Uh, and since we use all of those, Google Classroom is part of that package that we bought. So they were like, well, we have Canvas and we have access to Google Classrooms, which can serve, you know, for an online platform. Let's just go to that. But we're running into so many issues right now. So let's say, okay, you give me a code. You gave me a code to join the Zoom meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say I send out these codes for a Zoom meeting tomorrow to students that are relying on that code for their education. Mm -hmm. And then Zoom just decides, hey, fuck you guys. We're going to change the code on you. That's what happened. So a lot of our kids couldn't get into our classrooms because the code changed. We didn't get a notification that the code changed or that it got disabled at all. And so we're right there waiting for our kids and nobody's showing up. I got, I have a classroom of 27, nine showed up. Another classroom of 35, 19 showed up. And, uh, and, and it looks like it's been about half across the board. Well, yesterday was about a third. Today was about half. We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Are the laptops from from the school like the school gave laptops or so the district <laughs> the district did this thing where uh, they distributed laptops and computers um, over the course of three days they got slammed on the first day because I guess people didn't read their emails right so everybody showed up the first day so the lines were going like around the block and down the street and across intersections and and we it even came out on the news you know how bad the traffic was uh, because they were trying to distribute iPads and laptops and not everybody got their technology. So some of the things that I was doing today was helping parents get in touch with it so that um, I volunteered my time. I went in, I, I went and um, kind of helped take phone calls and stuff to help parents um, get onboarded. Uh, they have to make appointments with it to go and pick up the technology and get the codes that they need to activate it. And it's just, Gonna take time. When does the actual course start? August or after August? No, we started yesterday. I mean, fuck shit, like actual school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. My students, I was trying to get my students in to their classrooms yesterday and didn't realize that a lot of them didn't have their codes. If they didn't use the code on Sunday when they gave it, when I gave it to them and they tried using it yesterday uh, in the morning to join, they were SOL. So fucking, you're starting your class already. Like, is it eight hours or like? It, it's block. I don't know if you remember block from high school. Um, so you have three classes on one day, then the other three classes the next day, and then it alternates. Uh huh. Um, so Mondays, Wednesdays, I'm going to have one set of classes. Tuesdays, Thursdays, I'm going to have a different set of classes. Hey, al cuarto. I thought so. So like. How many, okay, how many hours a day are you doing actual teaching? So we have, we have advisory, which is like homeroom, and then we have three periods a day. Each period is 90 minutes long. Um, we're giving 45 minutes of instruction with a 45-minute time for the students to do whatever activity we, we taught them how to do in the first 45 minutes. So the first 45 minutes is you teach them a skill, and then the second 45 minutes is they practice that skill. And you stay online, you know, the, the teachers stay online, the students can leave, but the teachers are expected to stay so that the students can come back and ask questions if they, if they have them. 
um that's worked out but i mean the 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 only skill i was able to practice yesterday was okay download this app then go to this classroom and download the document and open it with that app and uh about half my kids were able to do that Hmm. so uh and again half of the kids that showed up were able to do that which means any more kids that show up tomorrow i'm gonna have to go over the same damn thing um so that's what it's going to be like these these first i would i would probably say the first two three weeks is just going to be how to navigate the classroom (laughs) and you're just going through the motions of the shit show we have to if we do use the if we do use the platform that we had last year this would have been a lot simpler because we already had job aids instructional videos Um, we'd already made a bunch of mistakes we knew what the pitfalls were we knew what the we knew what the student side of the interface looked like Google Classroom doesn't let you see what it looks like on the other end. So, like, I can't preview it as a student would, not even if I make an account and join the class as a student. It won't let me do that. It says, I know, you're using a teacher account. You can only see it as a teacher. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Let me see what my kids see so that I know if I need to change a setting or something. And, and it's, just, it's just not as robust. It's just not as robust. Google Classroom was meant as, like, a, like an add-on, like if you had a class, a physical class, and you wanted to give them documents and stuff, you can you can do that teaching through Google Classroom. It, it, I, it, the way it's built and set up, it there's no way that this was meant to be a purely online platform. Um, but we're trying it, and it, it's stupid. You know what's cool about these talks that we're having? A lot of people are talking, shooting shit and stuff like that. They're all having their own podcasts. Everyone's having their midlife crisis and shit like that. But here we are. We're getting firsthand knowledge about it's boots on the ground. <laughs> like you got that school um, aspect that most people don't even get. Like, I mean, like literally you're not talking from a, like I read some shit and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about it. Like you are fucking there. And this is, this is it guys. This is what COVID-19 is for future generations. When they go back on YouTube, they want to learn about what the fuck this time was. Well, it's not just that I'm working with, you know, title one kids which means that the school is mostly 75 percent well ours in our case it's 75 percent of the kids qualify for free or reduced uh price lunch what he means kids is poor kids that's what he's trying to say without saying it and uh, and so those are the ones that are being the most affected right now because the ones that uh, the ones whose parents you know went to universities and and are doctors and lawyers and cops and you know they got they own businesses and stuff they can navigate this stuff. They can figure it out, you yeah. know, and they can be there to help their kids figure it out. But you're getting- but I know, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not bashing on them for, for having, you know, having succeeded and made the right choices and taking care of their shit, but we're leaving behind the kids that don't have those parents that were able to, either they got screwed over, something happened to them, or maybe they made poor decisions and it's through no fault of the child that they're in this situation. Now. It's also where you live, you know, yeah. like if you live in that zip code, you got to go there. Or that, yeah. or you're going to another school, which is literally the same. I mean, that's just the way it yeah. works. I mean, like, like you, you live in a rural area anyways. I mean, well, not rural, but I mean, like, it's, it's, it's poor, dude. I mean, like, that's, that's a lot of schools in San Diego, the place we grew up in. There's only, like, few schools that are, like, you know, the shit, you know. But most of, most of the schools are poor, and that's just the way San Diego is, man. They just kind of, 
I don't know, they work on their beachfront properties and uh, raise taxes. And, uh, and it's funny because, I mean, really until I started watching the news as I got older, I started to notice that the news really pays attention to the – to um, if crime happens and it happens in one of the better neighborhoods, it makes the news. But if it was shit that went down in Chula Vista National City, unless it was like, you know, like 10 people got killed at once or something like that, you know, you wouldn't hear about it. Or unless like somebody from Coronado got shot in, in, in Chula Vista or National City, or it didn't make the news. You know, you know? I, I don't know. Um, I live here in, uh, was it uh, Vicksburg? And most of the brunt of the news is always like local news I'm talking about. It's usually like the ghetto areas, someone murdered. It's always like every day someone gets killed in these ghetto areas. And I do remember lit watching news in San Diego, you know, Fox News, not Fox, uh, like Fox News, but Fox. The local, you're talking about the local affiliate news. Yeah, right? the, yeah, the local news. And they would always talk about someone dying in a national city or some fucking place or El Cajon. Yeah, they would. I mean, like, I'm pretty El Cajon, sure. yeah. National City feels like particularly evil, but like. Yeah. Well, no, that's what, hey, man, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, like, if people are dying, that they're all about that. So, like, you never get news like, blind kid can see or you know some some kid discovered some science or some fucking poor kid makes it somewhere you know i never saw that kind of news i always saw someone dead or fucking this uh, like tacos o gordo another gang fight or some shit like that god i miss tacos o gordo speaking of sensational news did you see that explosion in beirut hey get this i was gonna bring that that's in my that's in my queue to bring that shit up what i i I okay. I've been working all day. I haven't stopped working, dude. I, I, I you know, we started late because I've I've just been emailing and just doing this shit online, and it's fucking frustrating because it's a it's like a thirty second answer that turns into like a ten minute thing because we're working remotely, right? Yeah, that makes it worse, dude. I don't think I've ever seen a video of an explosion like that. It in in a in a in a city. Yeah, you know, like you see you see explosions with the shock wave and all that stuff and. You don't get a, a sense of the scale or the speed of it, really. Well, I've seen two explosions in my lifetime at that nature. 9-11, of course. Oh, yeah, you. And the second – well, no, I mean on the news. I'm talking about right, right, okay. 9-11, seen that. And then also there was some explosion in the desert, and I saw that on a YouTube video. And it was a huge pile of fire. This is fucking crazy. I didn't – you know what? I've been working, too, all day. But um, when I was doing research for this fucking pod – <laughs> fuck i didn't know the world caught on fire but like it's it's weird too because like on the news you got a little bit of this it's not as big as trump saying something it just isn't but but like i'll all i got is mixed number it's funny too because my first figure was 78 people dead you know hundreds uh injured and um like news articles that are 30 minutes ago they're saying like 50 people dead so i the first number i saw was 78 so I don't understand why some of the news has fluctuating deaths. I think if you check the timestamps on those on those articles, yeah. well, um, say thirty four minutes ago or some shit like that. Oh, well, it might have been updated thirty four minutes ago, but it still has like elements of it from before. Yeah, because uh, I I saw one. It was it was fifty, then sixty, then seventy, and then somebody said almost eighty. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing goes into you know multiple hundreds because those two buildings are gone <laughs> yeah dude the whole fucking it, the whole city almost looks fucked up that whole port's fucked up yeah it's fucking crazy I'm, there's I'm, a 
There was one video. It was just there. I guess there. I guess something had already exploded or something was already burning. Yeah. And then I guess it got to like a cache of ammunition that they had seized and I guess never thought to dispose of. And yeah, let me share the screen. I got this queued up. Let me uh for our viewers here. Share, 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 share. Bam. And boom. Share. Look at this fucking shit right here. That's like a fucking, it almost looks like a city. And like, it's really just a port that went down, like this whole area. This is yeah. a weird area right here. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't find any information on why this shit went down. Look at this shit. It looks like a fucking um, a shanty town with this whole fucking area. Yeah, looks like fucking uh, District 9. Yeah, basically. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And um, you just got more video of that. But the, most, most shit you can't really... Um, I looked into it to see what happened. Like the best I got was there were some tensions from assassination, but that in 05. And I guess the UN is going to do some sanctions in that area. But I, I, I don't know, man. It's fucking, that shit's all foreign to me. Yeah. So, and then Trump said that it was a bomb. Um, right. Who knows? But, but, uh, damn, that sucks. Dude, it was like four thousand hurt, you know, and eighty, you know, dead. Well, and then you know, this is one of those ones where you don't just count the the dead because the the wounded are like missing body parts, and know? the wounded are also going to die. You know, I mean, yeah, like, or yeah, or they're critical. Eighty mm, dead, and then they still have to find people, and those wounded, however that filters out, and um, that's about it, really, on that news story. I mean, like, there's. They, nobody knows what happened. No one's claiming it. They're saying it's a bomb. Obviously, it looks like a bomb. I mean, like, I can't see that being an accident. It looks like a bomb, and then other shit blew up afterwards. Right. It decimated that whole area. So I'm crazy. And, like, it's funny, too, because, like, not funny, but I didn't even know this shit was happening, honestly. I, I, I get home, you know, we, we committed to the podcast around, like, for me, it was, like, 6, 7 o'clock. I'm looking at the news, and my kid's telling me about it. So my wife was crying and shit, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that fucking that, that shit's hard, man." Now, yeah. and you know what sucks is that this shit happens so much that I'm just like, you know, I, I mean, I don't think human beings were meant to have so much information at their disposal. Yeah, it's it starts becoming a question of you know, is it happening? Are are bad things happening more, or are we just the world just a smaller place to where we're able to notice more of it now? Yeah. And, and um, again, I mean, we talked about this last time too, this idea of 2020, you know, us having this, this perfect vision now, you know, or more clear vision, really uh, not perfect, but, but better vision of, of, of what's going on around us. Yeah. You know, is there, is there more racism now or more cops, you know, killing, you know, minorities now, or has this always been the case? And we're just, we're just more able to, to share that, the event with more people now. Well, I have to say, when it comes to violence and how the world is, I have I think it's supposed to have been gotten better because you don't have the dark ages, you don't have fucking slavery in America. Have you seen the old guard? Yeah, well, fucking random. <laughs> what is you have you seen the old guard? I watched it twice, man. I, I twice. I thought that movie was that good, dude. Let's talk about it then. Let's review this fucking thing. Well, because it well, it, it because we were kind of, you reminded me of it when you were talking about it right now. And it was something I wanted to bring up later, anyways. But I remind you, uh, shit, <laughs> huh? I didn't say shit. We, we, 
No, no, no. Well, you're saying, you know, that, that violence, you know, is, is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Is there more of it? Or is, is it less of it? You get it. And, yeah. And in the old guard, they kind of, the spoiler alert, we haven't seen the old guard yet. Skip forward to whatever minute, you know, Kevin decides to. <laughs> if you're watching this fucking podcast, fucks, right? Because we're got <laughs> a movie because it's, well, we're going to. So, so the old guard, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a group. They're, they're a mercenary group, kind of you know, because they're not working so much for money. Really the money is to keep funding their operation, but they're, they're almost like celestial being, you know, they want to, they want to do the right thing, but they're kind of dictating what they think is the right thing. It's and, cool. uh, they chose the path of helping out. Right. I mean, yes. Why? And, and the main character, well, you know, co main character, whatever protagonist, she kind of starts looking back on the work that they're doing and wondering if they've even made a difference. And, you know, is the world becoming a worse place or a better place? Um, and, and as it starts to get smaller, it starts to become more difficult to see the, the good that you're doing because you're getting drowned out by all the evil in the world. Um, and she laments that, you know, we're, we're not helping. We're not, we're, the world's getting worse. Um, but again, you know, that, that, you know the, the whole idea of the thing is that when you do good, you don't always see the good that you're doing because you don't get to see what comes out of that good later on. Which they do in the movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying like medium vague, but yeah, you know, they do in the movie. Um, dude, I thought, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of, of YouTubers that are crapping on like, uh, still crapping on like Rise of Skywalker and, and the big thing that uh, the people that are hating on The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker can't handle strong female characters. Fuck, man. I thought Charlie Theron's character was awesome. I thought it was good too. I she, did. I did. Well, she was a leader. I mean, those dudes followed her. She didn't have to be a, an asshole to them. When she did, it was like a camaraderie type of asshole. It wasn't like a putting them down type of thing. Let's if there was a if there was a betrayal, yeah. If there was a betrayal, it was real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, when she gets no, nah, when she gets betrayed, and she's yelling like, "Why? Why? Why?" Because she's trusted this dude for so long. Why did he betray? Oh, because they can um do the genetic testing yes and it was actually something that she wanted too but they didn't you you get a little bit out of it in the beginning uh in the beginning she's doing narration right but she says you know that, that she gets she's starting to get tired of it right the life that they're living and booker her homie he's like hey this guy can help us we've talked about this he can help us end it you know and he, the Booker, Booker's, Booker's uh, 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 motivations are really good. He outlived his children. And, and not only that, his children hated him for that, you know? So he, he felt that guilt of, you know what? The natural order is you have kids, you leave, and then they live on as your legacy. This is backwards, you know? And my kids hated me for it. And you see, and the dude acted really good because he's, he's talking to, he's talking to Niall. She's the new girl. And he's telling Niall, you know, this whole story about his son and how his son was sick, but his son knew that, that, you know, that, that his father had this gift and didn't want to share it with him. And he says, you know, you'll see the despair and the hate in their eyes and you'll know you're truly alone. So he doesn't want to be alone anymore. He wants to die. And he also doesn't want to be in that position like their homegirl was that got locked up in that, in that metal box. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that, that's almost worse than death, right? 
Most definitely. You know so, what? They, they kind of glossed over some points. Like, so can they have kids? Or can, yeah. I mean, so they should have kids upon kids upon kids. Yeah, there should be like like family trees that branch off from them. Yeah. Like like in 100 years, you have another group family. You know what I mean? Just fuck every 100 years. You know what I mean? So you should have like families and families and families of different generations and shit. You know what I mean? All around the world. They could. I mean, There's like one part where, where they, they talk about Andromache, Andy, and he says, here, her daughters, you know, ends up, you know, finding the cure for this. Or that. I don't know if they meant like somebody that she saved had a daughter that had a cure or if Andromache had a daughter who went on to like develop a cure for something. Yeah, it was super. But, uh, sorry. But so it was vague. Uh, so the story goes like this. You got these immortal people. And they choose, they didn't really flesh over why they do it, but they choose to try to do good, right? And um, they get a new recruit. And um, at the same time, there's a vi- the villains are a pharmaceutical company and uh, there's betrayal. And uh, they end up taking out the pharmaceutical company or they don't, they just take out the main guy who owns it yeah. and uh, they move on. But then they find the CIA guy who was the enemy is now their friend. And he's going to find the missions that will maximize killing bad guys. That was something else that I liked too. You know, I was thinking, oh man, they got to go kill that guy. Yeah. They got to Miles Dyson that dude. Well, no, you know? it's cool because he was like uh, the sympathetic villain. Yeah. He had his motivations. He was like, you know what? You know, I want to prevent what happened to my wife. But here, now they actually kind of gave him an opportunity, not only to atone for, for that sin that he, that he committed when he betrayed them, but also or when he turned them in, but also, you know, the ability to make a difference in other people's lives going forward. Yeah. Um, but because that was he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. That really is what he wanted to do. You know, all right, let's go through the characters real quick. I liked, um, of course, uh, was it Char- Char- Charlene? Charlie Theron. Charlene Theron. I yeah. can't say her name. I liked her a lot abundantly. I, I liked the idea of a ancient fucking Themyscarian, you know, goddess, you know, just fucking, fucking shit up and uh, just being a badass i kind of like that i didn't like how they kind of vaguely said she's dying or like it, the, the quick uh this it, when it's your time it's your time yeah but I, I liked her a lot i liked the gay guys you know those those two guys. at first i didn't like it because i was like i was like this shit is fucking too woke they're being woke yeah 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 but they made it beautiful when yeah they did this isn't just a boyfriend i've known him for hundreds of years i mean words couldn't be put into place on how much i love this guy and i thought wow you know like i mean the the magnitude of that you know like it's one thing to fuck right and but like hundreds of years of just being together with this one guy humanizes it humanizes them oh because it makes it ethereal you know it's like it's something you couldn't believe like I, it, it transcends you know a lot of the the ideas that we have about you know like same sexes and this and that because it was like man i wish somebody would say that shit about me yeah <laughs> when he said that i was like this is that's truly magical like if you think about it like to to love someone for more than hundreds of years and so when 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 you have this you know a 80 or 40 year old or whatever soldier however old that soldier is and he says you know it was your boyfriend 
those words pale in comparison to what this guy means to when they what they mean to each other because they've been together forever. You know, not forever, but fucking longer than and and they started out hating each other. Yes, because they, they were on opposite sides of the Crusades. Yes, they started out hating each other. They had killed each other multiple times. Yeah, and 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 ended up you know falling in love. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. You know, I, I thought it was really good. I, at first, at first, I was kind of like, "Oh, they put gay guys in here." You know, what they're trying to be woke or whatever. But then yeah. it was like, it was just a relationship. You know, it was yeah. just it was it was it was beautiful. You know, and it's funny too because when when it's a guy and a girl, I don't know. It just did. It, it's like it's been played out. You know, and then you just kind of like, eh. but for some reason with these two guys, I mean, the way they it they were trying to be woke, but they inadvertently did something great with this story you know they made it like it i don't know it, it was magical like well, i don't think they, i don't think they were being overwoke no they were no. I think they were trying but they accidentally went the like they accidentally did it right <laughs> they did it, they actually did it right like it was like usually when they put like a gay couple in and i'm just like uh you're pushing like okay for instance i watched the umbrella academy the second season mm-hmm. and so yeah the straight chick then they because it's played by a lesbian chick she then becomes lesbian in season two because that's the thing to do and i was just like wait there was no clue to this you know they just did that so in season one straight season two she's lesbian and i know this for a fact usually when you turn the straight chick into a a lesbian usually that's what they do uh that's it it's not like they're bi they stay lesbian because Mm. that's the checkmate you know i think that's the way it is if they really wanted a place there as by season three she gets with a dude they won't do that uh in this movie it felt organic it felt right yes um you know if i felt kind of weirded out at the beginning and it's probably still the bias that i have you know in me um but yeah when that dude and you cited the scene that that really turned me on the whole thing uh when he confesses when he when he defines it he says you are a child you know yeah. this man is more and it was just like yeah dude, I, like if it was a guy girl for some reason if it was a guy girl dynamic i would have been like okay but the way this dude's put it down i was like i am all in dude yes <laughs> and i like i i, I like too there was there was a there was opportunity to make it light it wasn't at their expense. It wasn't making fun of them, but it was making fun of the insecurities of the guys around them mm-hmm. because those dudes right away, they said, this fucking thing is filling up with gayness. We need to break them up. And then they pull them apart. Yeah. You but know, they do it in kind of a funny way. See them. But when they did that too, I thought that was played out too. Like, I mean, no, you- it, it, I, I liked it because I was like, you know what? It's funny because it shows the insecurities of the soldiers that were there. I know, and- but, find that to be fake i don't know huh i find that to be fake you know like it's like oh yeah of course everyone's anti-gay you know and like that's why we have to have this not everyone but these guys were being assholes and you kind of you, you you have to you have to not like those people anyways because they end up getting killed i know but like I'm, I'm sick and tired of this whole like people are homophobic kind of bullshit you know that shit is gone dude i mean like it does exist I think it does exist. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, that shit's played out though in media and just just the anti-gay guy, bad guy. I'm just like that's just played out in my head. So like when you do that, it's just fucking. Well, believe it or not, I mean villains could just be villains. You know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you know, it could just. It could also be that just this group of guys were like, 
way too, you know, bro code and said, no, we need to break this shit up. You know, I've been around a lot of fucked up people in my time. Not many are like anti-gay. You know what I mean? Like, like they're fucked up individuals. They're just not anti-gay. You know that? I mean, there, that exists. I agree. I'm, I'm allowing for that. I'm just saying like, it's not that many. It's just not a thing. You know, I've been around. I'm just saying, I just, that's, that's a. Could be this group of guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the odds of that. Like I could see the one guy. Maybe like, yeah, I get, yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of Niall? Who, which one was that? The, the black girl, the main girl, the new girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw her as Token, and she wasn't that good, great of an actress, and I get it. They put her for fucking social justice. I get it. This, you know, one thing I got, I got out of it, though, because my, my eyes are tuned to this whole woke movement. Okay, so, so she has a, there's a guy, her, her dad, and then her mother, right? So her dad is in the military, and then he dies, but it's all about the mom. So, I mean, like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, like, are we honoring the dad? No, he was an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, my dad was in the military, so I joined the military. But my mom was a fighter because, you know, she had to do everything on her own because my dad died. And, you know, and then so then uh, Charlene kind of pushes the point home and says, yeah, you come from fighters. You come from fighters. You come from warriors. They um, more about the mom than the dad because he was uh, – it was like one sentence, and then they move forward on the mom. Yeah, but 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 Niall, I mean, as a character, I I don't think she I don't think she played it right. What but you- I I don't know, dude. I just could. It felt like she was in one of those straight to red box movies, you know, where the acting is just like yeah. cliched, you know, and kind of overacted sometimes. And it's hard because that character. That character itself was, you know, okay, here's another thing. Okay, spoiler. But, um, okay, so you're in the military, right? And uh, you, you fought through adversity, you know, together. You struggled together. And uh, if your homeboy or homegirl were to come back to, from the dead, you would not alienate that person. I thought that was bullshit, too. I was like, oh, so everyone's just anti-her? I thought that was total bullshit, too. I, I didn't... I, and I don't know. I mean, I've been around military. I, I, I've been on base. I've seen interactions. When, when, they, when, when somebody calls somebody over, do they say, sir, yes, sir. And then they run over. and it, Do they still act like they do when they were in basic training? Nobody does that. That's just fucking generic writing. That's, that was my problem with it. When she was like, when she went, went at the very beginning, when she gets called over, it's like, Hey, I need you to go check out that thing. It's right there at that door and to the left. You know, she was like, sir. Yes, sir. On it, sir. And then she was like, go. It felt too. I'm like, she's not in training anymore. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think people that are out there and you know, they got each other's backs are that uptight about that type of protocol. They should you know? have. I feel like they should have had a consultant and if they did, they should fire that fucking person because like you will say shit like Roger that affirmative, negative, you know, things like that because it's, it's, it's easier to say from far away. So no and yeah, doesn't get confused, you know, right. Or nah, you know, or some shit like that. So use affirmative shuts instead of close things like that. But like, sir, yes, sir. And fucking in, in that fucking uh, environment now. And then if your fucking homie came back from the dead, it would be legendary. Like that person's awesome. Not well, fuck that person. Everyone else died, but not dude. Fuck that dude. That's bullshit. Yeah, like, I didn't like that. Either. You didn't have real friends then at that point. I mean, like, 
if you're struggling with somebody, chances are they can't do no bad. I mean, break each other. You know? Her best acting, I think her favorite, my favorite scene of hers is when she gets her neck sliced and she's on the floor dying. Yeah, that looked really. <laughs> I don't know. That looked real, dude. And I watched it twice and I knew that she was going to come back. I knew she was going to survive. And both times I was like, ah, man, that's hardcore. Yeah. But, uh, but after that, it was, uh, it was all done. And she was such a good fighter. So you fought somebody who's been a thousand years fighting, who probably invented martial arts, and she could take it to her. Like, I mean, she didn't take it to her because when Andy says, okay, we're done and she wants to keep going, she pops her fucking elbow out and then she breaks her, break her own leg. Yeah, I know she took, but like, she shouldn't have a ghost of a chance. It should have been like, a she was fucking with her. She didn't have a ghost of a chance because when Andy decided it was over, it was over. Yeah. She didn't have a ghost of it. She was just fucking with her. And Andy, you could see it in Charlize's face too. She's like enjoying it. She's like, Hey, you know, let's, let's, let's practice She was enjoying because she was seeing potential there. But really, when she said, okay, we're done, it was, we're done. It was like if Adrian put his foot down and said, okay, we're done playing Tekken now. And we said, no, I could beat you. Then fuck that. Then he beat his asses for 100 times in a row. Well, so all in all, what do you think? That, what would you give the story? Uh, you know what? It, it, good. It, felt, it felt original and familiar. It had, it had some of the tropes that you expect. But it also had these – I fully expected the twist with Booker betraying them. I totally expected it, right? Yeah. Early on, I said, the, the gay guys aren't going to betray her. This Booker guy, eh, he seems kind of weird. He, he was left on the chair, you know, when they did the raid. So he's probably, he's probably the one that's been, you know, like ratting him out. What I didn't expect was that they would still accept him in a way, you know, and that he wasn't doing it for like what's the stock, what's the stock reason? Oh well, you know, I'd rather you know reign in hell than serve in heaven. Uh, you know, I'll be with the I'll be with these guys, and I'll have power, and I'll have money, and I'll be able to influence things. Yeah. Well, this thing was, this is an answer to something that we've been trying to do for a long time. Yeah. Without getting fucking buried in the ocean with a box. But the- so, so for me, I really, really enjoyed the story and, and the direction it was going. I mean, I, I'd have to put it up there like an eight. What do you think about the villain, though? The main villain, the pharmaceutical guy. He was, yeah, I, uh, he was, he was, he was kind of like a stock villain. Yeah, he was. He was, he was like, I want to be like Lex Luthor of. Uh, but he wasn't as stupid as Lex Luthor, and he felt, he felt scary, because when he when he takes his his knife and he starts stabbing that dude, you know, out of nowhere, I was like, oh, this guy, this guy's fucked up. You got that sadism, you know, sense from him, but at the same time, it was like. It still felt kind of stock. You know? If I if I'd have seen more of his backstory, you know, the reasons beyond just money and greed, then maybe I would have had a more nuanced, you know, uh, sense for this guy. But no, guy wants money. Guy wants power. You know what I wanted? Like a, a plot twist. Like if you if one of them cut, like if they cut, you know, the betrayer guy. If they cut his head off and lightning starts spitting out. And then Charlie was like, ah, and then they're like, here we are. <laughs> oh, you know what I didn't like? Uh, the music when they would start fighting. Yeah, the, the music was terrible. And I would give that. Well, let's say you, you. I mean, the music was okay, but it was like every time there was going to be an action scene, it turned into like a wannabe music video ish yeah. kind of. Kind of like trying to do what, what, what Evanescence did with Daredevil, you know, bring me to life. 
you know, yeah. where she's practicing her size and shit. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, no, this, the song was awesome back then, but the scene with the song was not. It was, know? it was generic. It wasn't, it was like the nineties. What do you, uh, what do you give the music then? A five? The music was enough. No, I'll give the music a, no, I wouldn't go that low. I'll give the music a six. It was unrememberable. It was unremarkable, but it, it worked at the time. Mm. You know, I was, I was in the scene and you know, but, but, but thinking back, like there was no themes or anything that I would, that I took away from it. I gave the story a seven because of the villain, really. I mean, the story yeah. was good. I liked, I like Demiscarian. I liked uh, the Iron Maiden. I thought that was pretty tight. Oh. Dude. Dude, the violence that lady's going to inflict. She must be out of her mind crazy, you know? And she's drinking water too when you see her again. Yeah. Well, Other than the lady be like, fuck no. Yeah, she'd just be drinking fire. <laughs> fuck water. <laughs> Does she even know how to drink water? She's like, look, oh. That's all she drinks. It goes back to life. <laughs> Fish take on her. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't get how she's alive in this, or in the sense that they get blown away. They come back and they're eventually just like about to die. But she is in the constant state of dying. You know what I mean? So, 500 years. Yeah. So, like, wait a minute. Wait, you've been dying for five. Like, why, why, how come you're immortal still? You know? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. How come her time hadn't run out? Yeah. But whatever, man. It was fucking tight. I thought that was cool. I thought I, I, thought, I, I liked it. I liked the characters. I thought it was good too. The only thing I didn't like when they drop her in the water, there's a super fake splash that comes up. I'm like, you shouldn't have just even added that. It looks so dumb. I guess. So dumb. <laughs> what do you, but, were you engaged watching this one to 10? The whole time. Fuck yeah. The whole time, dude. I, there was never a time where I was like, I'll probably take a break. I didn't want to take a break. I could have paused it, but no. Um, sound quality was good. It was, uh, it was on Netflix. I got Atmos and hdr out of it um so it looked awesome sounded awesome um and yeah i was i was there man the whole time what number would you give the engagement uh you can't say 10 yeah i can't say 10 um shit but it was really good it was really good i'd say i'd say eight but like if we could put like a decimal on the eight you know eight and a half eight and a half we can do that 8.5. 8.5. I put I gave it an eight. I thought it was good. How about the rewatchability? Now this is I watched a- it again, man. Enjoyed watching it again because you you learn things about them as the movie goes, and once you get to the end, you know everything. So you go and watch it again and you start to pick up on things, you know, again that maybe you didn't pick up on the first time. So this is um, one twenty. What are you giving it? Well, we give it a scale of ten, right? Movie watchability. Ten. I probably won't watch it again. You watched you know, twice. I think, I think two was good enough for me. Yeah. I might watch it maybe again when the next one comes out. But two is more than one. You know what I mean? Two is more than one. Yeah. So I mean, so it is rewatchable. Uh, rewatchability. I'd give it. I'd give it a seven. So I'm gonna give it a seven seven. Because like. Jurassic Park rewatchability back in the day when we first that was a tent, man. Because you you wanted to see the brontosaurus again, you want to see the T Rex again, you well, want to see all this shit again. I watched it again, you know, not too long ago. You know what I mean? So Jurassic Park is at, at that level, you know. So that's ten. Yeah. But 
this this movie, am I going to see it maybe 10 years down the road? Maybe. I mean, I think this show would have liked – it would have been – it would have been better served as a TV show. It did feel like a super high quality TV show. Didn't it? You know, but, but with really, with really good acting, Charlie's there on is really good in it. Um, oh, God damn it. The guy that plays the CIA dude, he's really good. Um, the gay guys are really good. Uh, Booker's really good. You know, everybody around them is really good. Um, the main bad guy, he, he's scary, but he feels stock. Um, King was kind of interesting. There were some scenes where I was like, hey, this is almost like a Breakpoint the movie. <laughs> Breakpoint the movie? Because of their squad tactics, you know, when they, when they raid the first camp, you know, and they're, they're, they're sniping first, and then they go in, then they're going like silent, as silent as they can, then they go loud when they have to. You know, it kind of felt, you kind of feel like the escalation. How they uh, just like worked as a team and as a like awesome strike unit, you know? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. They, like, Kind of predator-ish. Mm. Yeah. It would have been cool if someone got their head cut off and lightning came out of them. <laughs> and then we're like, here we are. Born to be free. One, two, three, four, five. All right. So I got a seven. You gave it a 7.3 altogether. I gave it a seven. I think that's, I think that's decent. I think that's, that's good. pretty fair. Because like I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not the best, but I no. mean nothing to watch man that's that was pretty fun i think it's worth watching i would recommend it to anybody that likes good action and and maybe a different take on 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 like you know the whole immortality type deal there's not many movies that movies shows or anything to deal with that other than highlander honestly vampires you know uh wolverine this is kind of like wolverine they're all wolverines nah because with vampires you got powers yeah but they're all a bunch of Wolverines too. We've seen Wolverine. But Wolverine's like really strong. You got one guy climbing. I mean claws and shit. They were just they were like normal people. Yeah. It was basically Highlander, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Okay. Highlander without you know uh, Highlander too? Without okay. without the planet Zeist. Without Zeist? Of course. <laughs> Zeist. Would it have worked better with Zeist? Dude, what if they fuck this up and they they say the aliens gave them this? Do you think they'll be they'll go the alien route? I'd rather keep it um Indiana Jones one and three, you know, just that kind of there's cause they do, they do kind of mix some spirituality into it. Right. How? Andy talks about keeping faith, you know, at the end, she's all, you know, have a little faith and you don't know if maybe that's Niall having an effect on Andy's character because hmm. Niall talks about her faith. She talks about her belief in God, you know, and, 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 you know, the all powerful and all that. And even when she introduces herself in the camp, you know, she, she introduces herself, you know, religiously, you know, through a religious greeting. So, you know, I, I think there's, I think there's a, there's a tide of faith and, and maybe, you know, the idea of almost like angels on earth, they're just not really, their miracles aren't like direct. Their miracles are by saving people. And that's guardian angel, right? It's cool that they chose that path too. Like, what, what? I mean, what was? What would be your? Okay, so you're immortal, right? And you're you're from the dark ages, and you're fighting, you're murdering people. And then well, I wonder what would be the change where you're like, I, see, there it, it would lend itself to a TV show because then you would be like, what would be the motivation of one person doing good things and then getting other people to do it too? 
they did they did leave a little bit of a mystery box because they never say how old andy's character is oh yeah but i think they just kind of left that open like you know we don't really have an idea or where we could go with it so we don't want to we don't want to put ourselves in a corner and limit her by saying you know she's been around since 32 AD. It was unne- it would be unnecessary in the first movie because you could just build on that on the second movie. But I, re- I really do think that this movie really does lends itself to being a fucking TV show. Yeah, I mean, but you can you can keep doing movies, but it's like she's fucking old. She don't look it, but she is getting old, man. She can't. Charlie's there on. Yeah, she's like fifty or something like that. She was awesome, man. Yeah. She was awesome. She did some of that John Wick training for this movie. I think you could tell. You could tell. They were all fucking moving just fucking right. You ever watch, uh, did you watch the Umbrella Academy? Have you ever watched that? They made the second, dude, I binge watched the second season. I was like, this is fucking great. But they made the, they did the thing where they made one of the characters lesbian for no fucking reason. I was like, ah, woke, fucking woke. Burns me every fucking time. That's what I watched. So I watched, um, I watched Empire Strikes Back. And Return of the Jedi. Why? <laughs> Fucking why? Because because I I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole on on these YouTubers that are that are bashing on like the Last Jedi, and uh and 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 uh, Rise of Skywalker. I don't know because it it they point out a lot of things and I'm like fuck man, it makes me appreciate the original trilogy more. Yeah, well, I because it's like it's its own thing, you know. There, Okay, so, so a, a big gripe, you know, is that, and I haven't heard anybody talk about that. I'm sure somebody has, right? But a big gripe, you know, was that, you know, the Skywalker saga was about the Skywalkers, and you have to be from some kind of royal bloodline to, to have any meaning or power. But when we meet Luke, he doesn't have any power. He has nothing. He only accesses the Force by somebody teaching him about it, and him wanting to go and learn about it and expanding himself. He's not a natural with the force. You can identify it in him. You can say, Hey, the force is kind of with this dude, you know, but for him to actually use the powers and abilities, he had to train, he had to practice, he had to, and he had to make mistakes along the way. And, and here's, here's the cool thing. I mean, I've never watched it through this lens, you know, maybe when I was a kid, but I had to, I had to put myself back into this. You're in the theater, 1980. You're watching Empire Strikes Back. You look at your watch. You're like, man, we're an hour and 45 minutes into this movie. This fucker has been training for the past hour with Yoda. He's badass. Oh, you know, we just saw Rocky kick ass, you know, a couple years ago. This dude's going to go and he's going to kick ass right now. And then he, uh, then he gets his ass handed to him and his hand cut off. And fucking Han gets frozen in carbonite. And, you know, the end of the movie finishes and you're just like, holy shit, we're at the lowest fucking point where we thought we were going like this, we went like that. We put, it was Infinity War. What's cool is it doesn't exist at that time. Nothing like that. And nothing else that ever happened like that, ever. And what I, you know what? I think the problem with Star Wars, you know, the first trilogy and everything else after that is the power level of the Force. Because if for Luke to be badass, it's, it's just because there's not that many people who use the Force. But if right. no use the force and you got this fucking guy who can just move shit with his mind that's pretty cosmic you know yeah. you know but because like they keep having to scale it upward it kind of loses its meaning you know the force could still be badass no 
in the original, this is where I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. In the, in the, in the, in, I'm sorry, not the original. In episodes one through three, not we got to see what fully, what fully trained Jedi who had gone through the shit their whole lives, what their power levels were. The but you, problem was with Rey. No, no, no. You would have seen that through Darth Vader. You would have seen that through the Emperor. You would have here's the problem. Here's the problem with Vader. You would have seen that through Obi Wan. Yeah. He's seen. See, in the first three Star Wars, not the first first three, but like yeah. Let's let's talk trilogy wise. The okay. Skywalker and all that. You see the Force and how it is. He would be pretty powerful. So would be Obi Wan because he's fucking doing the thing. He's controlling people. He's a fully actualized. Um, Jedi, and if you want to use lore and canon, uh, he would have been more powerful as he got older. Yoda, Yoda says it in Return of the Jedi. You know his strength with the Force is is not that strong anymore. He's not he's not at where he was before. So you looking- can degrade in power as you get older. Eh, I mean, but then they kind of fuck up when they do the first three movies then, right? Which, count- three movie, which first three movies? You're talking about episode one, two, and three or episodes four, five, and six? Yeah, the second trilogy. I'll, I'll, we'll say it that. Let's go through, we'll call the trilogies by one, two, and three, okay? The first trilogy is Luke Skywalker. Second trilogy is fucking Anakin. Third trilogy is Rey. Whatever the fuck. So you got the first three, the first trilogy, and you got old people, and they're fucking doing this shit. They, they're pretty powerful, like for – for what you know of the force, you know, and like they're already realized uh, individuals. And then star Wars, the first, the second trilogy comes out. Right. And then I think that's where things get fucked up is because you got, um, what's his name? George Lucas just retconning a bunch of shit. Right. He's just like, Oh, they could do this and this and this, but they get clients. And you have older Jedi doing badass feats, you know? So it's like, he's, he just loses track and he just ups the ante for how powerful they are. So that when the third trilogy comes out, they got to do way more shit. They- well, what's what's something that they did in the second trilogy that you think is is like a, a major power creep? Not even power creep, a power jump. Well, think about it. Okay, so Phantom Menace, they run really fast. That wasn't a thing. The dash. Luke does it uh, as a jump in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he does jump, but that's it. I mean, he doesn't go fast. That assuming that's a thing right moving really fast and for some reason they forget it when they're going through the fucking uh the yeah but uh it was a dash it wasn't a run fast it was more like a so be it, it okay. right how come obi-wan couldn't do that like obi-wan never thinks to do that at any time he did it before with his his homeboy qui-gon you know probably too old now uh, but then you got count dooku who's able to do all this shit Lightning coming out of his fucking hand, beating two fucking master Jedi. Master that's, Jedi. That's the power of the dark side. Once it's a natural. It's a natural. In the first trilogy, got Emperor Palpatine. What does he do? Lightning. And then dark side. It's unnatural. So you could pro- prolong your life through the dark side and maintain your power levels, but you got to be dark side. But then light side still accepts. Wait, light light side still accepts. You know, life and death as part of a cycle. You know, that, that, that you go up and then you go down. But dark side breaks that rule. And that's the temptation part of the dark side. See, you're trying to like rationalize bad writing. No, because Yoda says it. Emperor Palpatine doesn't do anything. He doesn't. In the first trilogy, he's powerful, right? He's pretty cosmic, man. He shoots lightning. Okay. But he doesn't yeah. do 
anything. He just shoots lightning. Count Dooku, who's old, and say he's unnatural with the dark side of force, he's doing way more than Emperor Palpatine did. He's not only shooting the lightning, he's taking on Master fucking Jedi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, we never got to see if the, if the Emperor would have done it. He took on three Jedi. He takes on fucking uh, Anakin Skywalker, who's the chosen one, who's supposed to be, like, real powerful. He fuck, fucks him up. Then he fucks up... Um, yeah, but the Emperor didn't do anything because he, he didn't, he didn't want to blow his cover, and he was still trying to build that relationship with Anakin. Dude fucking takes himself out with... Ooh. Emperor Palpatine takes. Oh, that was stupid. Yeah, I didn't like that. If he's if he's at the fucking level, at count he should be at the level Count Dooku, at least he doesn't because they they scaled it upward when well he he fought Yoda. Uh, yeah, he fought Yoda. Count Dooku fights Yoda after he's taken on two Jedi. He takes on Yoda, and then he barely fucking wins. He barely wins. I mean, but, but through nefarious means, he wins. Like, uh, I think he does something where um, he's going to drop something on uh, on, on choice, or he'll lose. But regardless, Count Dooku is your power metric, right? He's way more powerful than an Emperor Palpatine is when he's in Return of the Jedi. Which, if you're going to use unnatural forces, he should be fucking way powerful. So when fucking Vader picks him up, you know, he should have been like, you know, because Count Dooku's moving like that. You know, I, I'm just saying what happened was they scaled the power up, fucking the whole thing up. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's the first three, it's the first trilogy. I would kind of agree, but not by much. I would say that the, there, there was a power creep, but I think it was subtle. Mm-mm. I don't think it was, I don't think it was as ridiculous as fucking the new trilogy. Well, yeah, of course. You gotta agree with me on that. Yeah. That, well, that, 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 other than that. No matter we think of, of the power jump from trilogy one to trilogy two, you know whether it's this or this, Rise of Skywalker and, and, and Force Awakens goes like that. Now, see, it goes like this. Here's Star Wars, and that's pretty fucking. It's it's solid. It's fucking solid. We're now, talking power levels. We're t- yeah, we're talking power levels. But Luke Skywalker should be king of the fucking universe because he can move a twig. You know what I mean? Like, I mean that's fucking pretty badass. But then you get you get your Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, and all that bullshit, and it's like fucking crazy. And of course, of course, then when you have Rise of Skywalker, it has to be it just has to be more powerful. Yeah, it just makes sense. Like, well, I well you blame that first tr- the second trilogy. That's all because they moved okay. away from what the mystic mysticism of the Force is. It makes sense in a Michael Bay sort of way, right? Where you have to keep scaling it up, but it doesn't make sense in a narrative sense. I agree because because you can you can at least argue well they were fully trained Jedi and you know whatever okay they could do more things, but in the in the third trilogy the new trilogy she's never fully trained, and the cool thing is well not cool one of the one of the YouTubers points out you know she learns about the Force and forty eight hours later she's moving those boulders. Because literally, she's with them for a day, right up until when they blow up the, the, the Starkiller base. That the very next morning, she goes out to, to meet Luke. No one's going to fucking tell me that she stayed the tray with Leia before she went to go find Luke. Otherwise, she would have shown up with Luke trained, right? Okay, so she didn't do any training. She went to go find Luke right away, found Luke, and Luke told her to fucking kick rocks and only spent the day with her. Then she went to save 
the, 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 the resistance because they were hiding behind that wall, it was two days, three days max. Even if it's 72 hours, it's a tough sell that she went from barely finding out about the force to being king shit in the force. It's kind of a weird thing, right? Because like um, she learns how to um, control people's minds just by seeing it the one time, and within twenty four hours in the in the re- learning about it, and she knows how to use the the blade. Like I get the force in a way, like using the force. Maybe you could explain it away, like you know, metachlorines, man, fucking hidden memory, genetic memory. Fucking say that. How do you get the fucking sword? Because the, the force isn't about using a sword. The force is about using the force. The sword, right. the second part of it, you know, like the, the sword isn't really a thing. It's just like uh, another martial art, you know? So why the fuck can she use the sword, period? But whatever. I mean, that's just, I mean, I don't know why people are shitting on these movies, on the, on, the, on the third trilogy, because it's like, it's a shit show. If you didn't have that second movie the way it is, everything would have worked out. It just would have. Because you so, could you could have explained everything in the first movie, in the second movie, but instead of that, they just said, you know what, fuck it, let's just do a race. Like uh, yeah, they didn't have a they didn't have an overall plan. Well, how about this, dude? So the the third trilogy might become Dragon Ball GT. They're gonna no, they're not doing that. They're not you doing think so. You don't think so? I want it. I mean, this is I what a shit show. The Star Wars it's oh you know what? I was gonna ask you this. This was going to be a topic last time was, is Star Wars a good franchise? So you, you've got Mandalorian. That's pretty good. You got Clone Wars and all those cartoons. It's pretty fucking good. You got that first trilogy. That's pretty fucking good. The only thing really shitty is the, fir- the second trilogy and the third trilogy. That's all, you know? The second trilogy, I'm okay with it. No, that's I'm, I'm okay with it existing. I'm fine. Whatever. It's been around long enough. We can call it canon. The new trilogy is new enough to where we could say, okay, let's uh, let's undo it. But is it a good franchise? Uh, I think it still is, man. I think it still has uh, the 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 cartoons, not the new one, but the you know Clone Wars and and Rebels. I think those were good. Um. The TV, the TV stuff looks like it's going to be good too. Obi Wan, I'm looking forward to that. Feels like, uh, feels like whenever they push an agenda, that's when shit gets bad. So the first trilogy kind of felt pure. It kind of worked out together, and they weren't really trying to push an agenda. They're just trying to make the best product that they could. And then you have the first, the second trilogy, and they're the agenda they're pushing there is more, 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 more is better. You know, CG everywhere. You know, and that it, 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 the story suffers from that, right? And then the third uh, uh, trilogy really is just a um, debacle. It was really the woke movement. Kathleen and- Kennedy had a lot to do with that, and a lot of people are shitting on her. And I've been shitting on her since fucking um, since uh, fucking Indiana Jones four. Huh. You know, you see her. I started seeing her name on stuff, and I'm like, I keep seeing the same fucking name on shit that's fucking shit up. What's going on? Where you saw her name and, and, and a lot of works, and it, it, it seemed like she just had money and was able to produce things, but kind of let other people make the decisions. And I guess she wanted to start making creative decisions, and that's where shit started to go sideways. Yeah. Um, it, it, it turns out, I mean, according to some shit I'm seeing online, it was her idea to make Palpatine the antagonist for this third movie. You know, I thought that was a J.J. Abrams trying to, you know. I thought so, too. 
to you know to clutch it you know just trying mark to- hamill mark hamill's the one that said it wow that's that's the truth mark hamill's us he is literally he's 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 behind the cause you know fuck they really fucked him over dude yeah they did over him they fucked over finn and he tried telling everybody too he's like i don't like the direction of this no i have taken this character from the get-go from the get-go when mark hamill said that shit in star wars 8 i was like oh fuck but I, I i actually literally separated myself from that and i knew mark hamill's an ally whenever he says some shit he is legit when i watched that first movie like i have to that that uh eighth movie that's when it started to get shitty i really do like force awakens i really do. i like it too i like it. it's got its problems it's got yeah but, stupid shit in there but but eight can fix that you know eight could have fixed that and that first part though the first like 20 minutes of that movie was like whoa you know i really was like this is fucking good this is yeah. it and then i was like oh finn's naked whatever and then, like <laughs> and then like nothing happens but then you start thinking about it actually you know the the first 20 minutes were were hit and miss for me actually the jokes that he was making with hux i love I'm looking it. for i'm looking for hugs i didn't like him i liked it i liked it, it was different. i didn't like it right i, I thought like it. it was like it was a surreal moment where the villain is self-aware, you know, like not even self-aware. It's like the movie was self-aware of the ridiculousness of this character because in the first movie, he was generic. And then, and then this Poe, no, not Poe. The Hux. uh, Yeah. Hux is a generic villain. No, he was, he was like a foil to Kylo Ren, man. Yeah. He was, he's generic. He's just like, I am a villain because I'm a villain and I'm with this force and we're this and that. <laughs> it was just generic. But in that second movie, they really turned the tables and made him kind of like He was generic, but he was still formidable. After that, he was just he was just they just made fun of him. Explain to me when he was formidable. He just Because he was he was working within the military structure and Kylo Ren was kind of like a like the Darth Vader, literally. I mean, because Darth Vader was part of the military structure, but a part at the same time. Because he was almost like special forces, right? The 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 guys, the traditional military guys, they they were really doubtful about him. You know, they they even like called him out on shit, and he fucking choked them out. You know, what? no, you know, your sorcerer's ways can you know blah 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 blah, and and he would show them. I got power. Um, I was kind of I, I kind of saw the similar thing between Hux and Kylo Ren, and I and and that that tension between them because they were both kind of angling for, for power in this. The thing uh, I have to interrupt on that one. Like, like when you have empire. Okay. So when you have, you have Darth Vader, right? And he's there, he's, he's there. And it's basically, look, I'm the fucking power, but you, the, 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 was it? The general guy, mm-hmm. you are just getting this shit going. You're you're basically my navy. You get me here to there, but in reality, I have the power. Other guy, it seemed like Tark, Admiral Tarkin. Yeah, Tarkin, Moff Tarkin. He, he knew he knew what he was doing. He is the force, not the force, but the the military. You can't like just rule the fucking universe with just by yourself. You know, you need a fucking military. You know, so they, they had a kind of um a. Uh, organic kind of relationship that's why he's allowing darth vader to just murder people because right. i reality wise i mean darth vader could be as badass as he wants but can he breathe in space i mean like like you could have spaced him literally if i was general tarkin i'm like 
Okay, cool. I'm gonna shoot a it. missile. Shoot a missile at that ship, or whatever. I did. I would have took a shuttle and had the ship explode. You know, like I don't care. I'm part of the military. I don't give a fuck. He's a military strategist. It doesn't matter. But they're working together. He knows I'm gonna rule the military. Homeboy really is the power, and that's how it is because he's fucking serving an emperor. You know. And then you have all these other fucking guys who are like, oh, we're badass. And then, you know, Vader fucking puts him in his place. So they try to recreate that dynamic, but they didn't because Hux is just a generic fucking guy. And he's like, oh, I'm so badass. I could fucking take you out. right." Uh, but he's not a military genius. Like, he doesn't give that gravitas. He's just fucking generic. Oh, I'm a bad guy. They probably should have picked somebody older. Maybe, maybe, but but in that, you know what they 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 made that, and then you have your second movie, and they just made him a comical character. It's kind of like I didn't like that though. You can tell that it's like two people having a conversation. I've talked about this before. Two people having a conversation. J.J. Abrams was this, you know, Knives Out guy was like, you know what, fuck it, this character's stupid, and he's right. There's a lot of stupid things that are in The Force Awakens. And rather than work with the material that you had, he worked against it. And some is hit and some is miss. With Finn, he's just said, you know what? I don't need this garbage character. I need a rose. I liked Finn, though. No, I agree. Oh, God. Okay, okay. But, but with Hux, he was like, this fucking piece of trash. He's just a generic version of Tarkin, but he's not good. So we'll make him a joke. We'll make him the comedic joke and i thought that was could have made him better instead of trying to figure out a way to make him better he just turned him into a joke and then like i don't want to shit on this movie let's talk about empire strikes back and return of the jedi what are your critiques what is there something that's cluing in or something or uh dude man i i got say i got like i got the vapors you know when uh when uh leia tells han that she loves him and he says i know and it's fucking legendary right i mean seen it a million times already but but damn, it's like this guy's he's going away. He's going to get frozen. He's, he's getting taken. He's getting ripped from them, you know? His last words to the chick he loves. And, like, it's funny because they, 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 they spent all this time. I think it's like six months uh, in between the two movies. And they spend you, – you could just, like, in your – oh, man, you, you know those little anime intros? Really fucking crystallized. Yeah, they do the spirit of it but to say i know i mean that's so fucking boss dude i don't think any time for and like it's good it's not like see how pure those movies are it's like oh how you putting a fucking woman in her place and shit you know this these movies started at a time where they made women badass because like leia wasn't just a damsel in distress in return the jedi they kind of fucked that up but like other than that like i mean those first two movies they really made her a badass you know but she still has vulnerabilities because when when han when han's in carbonite and he slams down she like recoils and it it felt real because she recoils back and grabs chewbacca Mm. you know and it, it feels like something i've seen before you know like in real fucking life yeah, you know when when somebody anybody really you know is in that vulnerable spot where they're just like oh shit you know what this is real now it's so cool when they kill him in that way because you don't know like I think at that time I think I, I remember watching the documentary or something like that like you don't know if Han's coming back yeah you don't know if he's oh, they left there because I because he was becoming famous so he right. didn't come back and really if you talk if you look at like Harrison Ford he doesn't give a fuck about star wars so he could have left so that was on the table at the time and if the gravity of it okay 
if he dies, he dies, right? That's whatever. But when he's in that carbonite, that fucker drops. There's, I mean, like just dying is one thing, but the the fucking gravity of boom, this shit's final. You know, you don't know. You know, yeah. shit. The f- and it, but you know what? N- knowing that now, when I was watching Return of the Jedi, you really could have taken Han out of the movie and replaced him with Lando. Oh yeah, definitely. And I, and I think I think that might have been Lando's purpose. Yeah, as a backup, just in case Harrison Ford wasn't going to come back. You could you could have worked that. In fact, that whole tattooing thing was added in towards the end. The entire movie was made from like Endor and on. You know, yeah. that l- a little bit after tattooing, that's when the movie starts. Really, yeah. Added the forty-five minute tattooing thing. And you know what? That used to be my least favorite part of the movie. I know it, it's my favorite now. It is my favorite. It's, it's my favorite. When I first saw this movie, I saw this movie in not in theater, but I saw it on um, ABC. Yeah, I think it was on TV and I remember watching it and I was just like, I couldn't understand what was going on, but over many, many uh, repetitions of watching this movie, it, it really is a said it's, a, it's like reintroducing the characters, you know, and then they're all having this adventure, you know, God, that's what star Wars is. It's just a fun well, the, when I was watching return of the Jedi, something that stood out to me, uh, you, t- you kind of forget that Luke, for all intents and purposes, doesn't have a lightsaber because it went away with his hand after Darth Vader cut it off, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're watching this movie, you're not expecting a lightsaber. And then you see R2-D2's panel open up, shoot out. He catches it. You're like, oh, he got his lightsaber. Then he turns it on. It's, it's fucking green. <laughs> it's like, whoa, we've only been seeing blues and reds for the last six years. Now we're seeing a fucking green lightsaber. It was like when green, uh, the, the Green Ranger came out, you know, with Dragonzord. It was like, oh, fuck, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That must have been, been bonkers back in the day. It's cool, too, the writing, because they could have left it at that, but they did it. Later on, when um, – I'm just doing this from memory. I haven't even watched – I haven't watched this movie in 10 years, but I, I watched it so much, it doesn't matter. You, you just close your eyes. You see it, right? Yeah. So when Luke is on the sky bridge – in Return of the Jedi, um, and he's facing outward, um, Vader, he turns it on. And, and it's cool because Luke doesn't bother to look. He just, he hears it, he feels it, you know, but he knows what's up. And um, Darth Vader explains it. And he goes, ah, you made your own lightsaber. Your training is complete. That was like fucking tight. So they added a little world builder right there. Yeah. So it means you have to build your sword to have your training complete, which would have been cool if that was incorporated in any fucking forum. But it's, it's, it's like they forgot that one sentence, but it was cool that they said that. Yeah, that was cool because I, I, you're right. When we only had episodes four or five and six, that was all we had to learn about the past, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and our imaginations kind of filled that up, like of them, you know, going around getting shit, you know, and putting it together and learning how to do that. And it also made the weapon special because it meant that there wasn't a fucking company out there that was printing these things out. Lightsabers. You know? Yeah, it was, it was a very specific thing that you trained on how to make and build, and then you went and you did it. It was a rite of passage. What a, what a completion of the warrior. You get these skills, and then you make your weapon. You know, And that's, that's it, man. That's, that's how you know you're complete. But you're not complete. You're not a Jedi yet, he says. That's what Darth Vader says. He goes, your training is complete. I'm like, fucking great. He's a Jedi. Then Darth Vader goes, but you're not a Jedi yet. And I was like, and Darth Vader's a master. So even though he's the bad guy, you kind of got to take his word for it. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, no, he's world, the world building. And it's cool that they said that because then that means that the final um, thing, like graduating school is making your sword, but you're not a Jedi yet. And you're like, what the fuck do you have to do to be a Jedi? You have to pass. He, he tells them, he tells them the thing about the lightsaber in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Return. Okay. No, when, but you're not a Jedi yet. This okay. is Skybridge. And then you're like, oh, okay. So you have to make a sword and then your training is complete, but you got to pass some kind of a test, I guess, to be a Jedi. And because that's what they do with the world building. Because he says that, that then means there's a test to pass. So fast forward to when the Emperor goes down and he's about to kill his dad. And then he looks at his hand and he realizes the, the path he is going you know like right. i don't want to be like my dad so he grabbed he the the truest jedi that the passing the test isn't to fight is to know that you don't need to fight right that's passing the test because he throws the sword away the lightsaber away like fucking he literally just throws away i don't even know i don't know how I just he, turn it off he tosses it he tosses it like i was like hey man you don't you know you don't know where that shit's at there's no gps on that fucking thing you don't know where it's at <laughs> he goes I am like, I am a Jedi, like my father before me. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so you have to pass some kind of a spiritual trial and learn that you don't have to fight. I mean, at the time, I was like, this is the world building. To be a Jedi, you got to go through training. You got to make your sword and your training is complete. Now you got to pass a trial. And the trial is to learn not to fight. That... Wow, what a warrior's journey that is. You were fighting, you know, you don't want to do this, and you do all this shit, and you're seeing the future, and it turns out all this fucking power is to be thrown away. That's when you're a Jedi, when you throw away your power. And then you get Star Wars, the, first, the second trilogy, and they fuck all that up. They fuck all that up. All it is is fight, 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 and to pass to become a Jedi is fight more. And that's it. But if you watch the purity of that first trilogy, Return of Jedi, you realize, damn, dude, damn, man. That's, it is awesome. It's to be a Jedi is to not have all this power, to have all this power and throw it away. And then, then, and it makes sense, the duality of it. Dark side's like, you have all this power and then you just want to get more. And you want to get more. Yeah. And then you watch the first trilogy, the second trilogy comes out and it's really, everyone's a Sith Lord. Basically, but because they're using the ideologies of fight, 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 they even fucking fight a war. That, I mean, so the, that's, the Jedi are not to fight a war. Period. And that's and that's what that's what uh, um, that's what some of the things I've seen talk about too. That the that the Jedi that we saw in the 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 episodes one, two, and three, the second trilogy, um, they're not real Jedi by that point. They're really they're power hungry, you know, and they're not at that level that Luke is at. You know, where where you can he uh, figures it, it up. That's what makes him the greatest Jedi of all of them is because he figures out the true power of a Jedi is not to fight, and it makes sense. Think think about it. So you got the Force, right? And when you die, you become part of the Force. So what the fuck does it matter? You know what I mean? So it's all about living that good life, and then to the end, because death isn't a real thing. You just die, and you and that's like religion. I mean, that's how the Bible fucking yeah, works. Yeah. I mean, all of it is all linked into that, you know? And so, like, when you're fighting against, like, you should fight the fight, but if you can't fight, you don't fight. That's it. Because the Force is with you. Because Obi-Wan shows that in the first uh, movie. Because he's like, I could keep fighting, but this is it. This is the end of the road because I'm part of the Force. 
the forces with me and all that bullshit. And he fucking dies and that's it. And, and, and Luke knows this. He knows this at the very end. He knows this is it. I'm done. He, he, he completes the hero's journey and he, he does what, what, uh, what Obi-Wan does. He's like, throws right. it away. And here you got Emperor Palpatine. And that's what pisses Emperor Palpatine off because he knows that this motherfucker figured it out and here I am <laughs> pulling the universe again. Fuck. And so that's why he shoots his little laser piss, you know? And then they fucking throw all that away with the first, the second trilogy. So they fuck all that up. Uh, y- no, because Obi-Wan should have just let himself die. Not Obi-Wan, uh, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon? Yeah, if Qui-Gon was the master that he is, he would have just died. He would have known that this was a, a battle he could not have won, and he would just die. What the, I, I think there might be a little bit more to that, maybe just knowing when to th- put your power down. No, you know? I know, I know, because they're fighting, they're fighting, and then, like, th- th- this guy is just overpowering them the whole time, and then it's just like, the, just the two of them couldn't take them on. So Qui-Gon, when it's just the one and one, it sh- if you really wanted to make him a master... You should have just gave up. I don't know how you achieve this, but you, you do that. So how do you become a master without getting killed? Like uh, Yoda? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's why, that's why I'm thinking it, it, it's about knowing when, when to put the power down. There yeah. it was an act of compassion because he was, he was being manipulated into trying to kill his dad, and he was like, no. You know, and through my compassion, he fucking busted a Naruto. You know, through my compassion, I'm gonna change it. And you he know, did. Through violence. It's through the act. It's the act of. You know what would have been great? Okay. Somehow, because like you know what would have been great. All right, so you have this first trilogy, right? And it takes an act of Jesus, basically, because when when fucking Luke throws his lightsaber away, says I'm a Jedi like my father before me. It's basically I'm ready to die because this is it. And fucking Emperor goes, all right. Je-. And Emperor acknowledges it too. Yeah, like, he calls him a Jedi. Fine Jedi, prepared to die. And then and laser piss him. And then um, Vader think- sees this act and fucking kills his guy. So if you're making a trilogy based off of this, you should create a scenario in which, you know, yeah. you see sacrifice because yeah. you see Qui-Gon die. It should have been somebody who gives everything to this guy, Anakin. And at the very end of it, Anakin should have sacrificed himself in some way, but doesn't do it. And that is the thing that clicks in his head that I need to do. I mean, fuck, the regret. That's what makes him a villain. That would be great if that would make him the villain, the regret. He kind of did because he had a choice between siding with Mace Windu or siding with the Emperor when they were on the ledge. Yeah, in, that, in that room it's hard but, is that just i mean he's yeah a- it was it, it didn't have the same it doesn't have the same power as what, when luke decided he, he's you know fuck it i'm gonna die for my dad you know it should have been it should have been this to, to, to that's what i didn't like about that uh that third movie where he goes to becoming bad it's like it didn't feel gradual because i mean right. children's like what the fuck it would have been great if it was a scenario in which he should have given his life but he chose not to and then that regret creates this recursive loop that yeah. creates creates the villain. But you're telling me the reason he does all this villainy is to try to keep his Padme alive. 
So, I mean, like, it just, it's such a leap to just kill children to keep his Padme alive. I mean, it would have been, I, I don't see any, I mean, fuck, after he kills kids, I could then see that, but what, to, to step him to the to killing of they, the, they try to build it in. And people. By giving him the trauma of losing his mom. Yeah. And, and almost like, well, you know, I let my mom die. I'm not going to let my Padme die. You know, but uh, I don't know. If, I don't, I don't, it feel, it, you're right. It just didn't feel gradual. It yeah, no. Killing children, I, I get the sand people. It wasn't like Breaking Bad. You know, Breaking Bad, you're with them in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, you got to decide to get off and be like, you know, I can't. I can't. Yeah, because he's not. He's a bad guy now. Yeah, because he's in Breaking Bad. He's powerful, but he's not. He's he's accidentally winning each fight. Like it's just through his wits and his grit, he fucking wins, right? So you don't understand that he has become powerful because he isn't the whole time. That's a trick. He's right. lucky this whole time. But like when he starts listing his accolades, you know, in reality, he is quite powerful, and that's what's cool about that—the gradualness. But um, with Vader. I, I get sand people kids because you don't really see them. I mean, they really just flippantly – to kill children, it was a flippant thing. You know, like that's like – I get I get that. I mean, killing ch- – you shouldn't take that lightly. I don't know why he wrote that. I, I don't know yeah. why he wrote that because it's like he never had children of his own. And then Padme stays there after he says this. I, with the sand people. Yeah, he goes, I can't, you killed the younglings too? And she still has sex with them and has a baby with them afterwards. I know. You know, an argument could be said, and I've seen people with theories, you know, he does the, you know, he's manipulating her mind, and he is oh, pretty yeah. powerful. But that's neither here nor there. You got to accept what you have. You know what I mean? And what we have is a guy who kills children, and Padme's cool with that. And um, I guess he did it one time before, so he's going to do it again. So they made it like, like, what do we do, uh, Anakin or Young Master or whatever. But that almost, it, it makes him unredeemable too, because then you get to where he's Darth Vader in episode six and he gets turned back to the light side. But at that point you're like, and this fucker should be dead. I don't, I'm not going to shed a tear for this dude. He fucking killed kids. Yeah, is it? Yeah, um, no. I mean, like, there is a place for him killing children. I I think you can do that if it's a rage thing. You know what I mean? Like, if if it was a thing where he was so guilt ridden and these kids are coming at him, like like, right. like the one yeah. something similar where the kids are coming after him and he uh, one of the characters and they they end up just cutting down these these kids and it wasn't like she's a villain it was these kids are coming after him but the guilt of that i mean they didn't play that part but you could have done that with anakin the kids start coming after him and he starts fucking wiping them out but at the same time he's like i mean he's just caught in a situation where he didn't want to be in so the guilt of that would, would create this loop. Whatever the fuck, I don't care. Let's not, uh, we're beating a dead horse, you know. Like I mean, yeah, like, we, are, we are. We could really just pick that that shit apart. But we were talking about. That's what I love about um, the Star Wars one. I really love that movie. And then Empire Strikes Back to Return of the Jedi. It's a complete trilogy that's beautiful. Yeah. And then when I when I hear David Filoni trying to fucking try to nerd talk his way around like he's doing mental jujitsu to make this fucking work that first trilogy and it it's unredeemable it just is uh i think i'm okay with the first trilogy like i said it's been around long enough this you new know. trilogy's god awful so that's why you're okay with it that's the only reason why i, I think I, I think this new trilogy did make me appreciate the 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 second one more but 
which is yeah. terrible. Like if you watch it again, you can't watch it because The Force Awakens is a pretty good movie. It really is. Then yeah. watch any terrible. one of those Star Wars one, two, or three. They're terrible. They're fucking terrible. Like a bunch of shits happening. You're like, why? What's yeah, because Force Force Awakens felt like it was in the same universe as the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 the the idea of the resistance, I was like, I mean, if you start thinking about things, you know, a lot, then yeah, it starts to fall apart real fast. Yeah, the resistance. But if you just sit down and enjoy it, enjoy the callbacks, enjoy seeing some of the characters and stuff, it, it's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, 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 I agree. And then when you watch the, the the first trilogy, it's just fucking unredeemable. It just is. Like, just look at the the wall scroll. Like when it's like the Trade Federation. Oh yeah, yeah, those. Sold this council that and i was like fuck and then you have the jedi it's like they took everything that the jedi were and fucking shat on them, dude like they they should have never been drawn into there's no scenario where you get the jedi drawn into a war because that that defeats what they are you know what i mean it's peaceful fucking like warriors not, that's not peaceful at all yeah, because they were going to fucking mind trick these guys into making a deal, which was like, <laughs> you're taking away somebody's free will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, they were supposed to, when did they become diplomats, though? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, they were like, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were there to fucking use diplomas. And I was like, what? negotiate. Fucking why? That's not what their job is. This shit, this shit, this is the government shit. They should just figure their own shit out. But for some reason, there's Jedi there. For no fucking reason, they they inserted themselves into politics. Which well, and that's but that's why the arguments made that by that point the Jedi Council wasn't like the traditional Jedi Council. I agree, you know, but they they weren't they weren't, and that Qui Gon was probably one of the last real Jedi types, you know. And even then, he's not pure, right? But but because he's infected by he's affected by the Council. But um, but yeah, that what we saw there was not the true Jedi Council. Hence, that's why they fell. I agree with you if somebody would have said that, but nobody said that. And you can't draw that conclusion because you're just drawing. It's like looking at a wall and saying, I see, I see a, a boat or I see. Yeah. It took a lot of people talking about it and, and having to look at yeah. other lore and shit like that to say, well, that's not really what, what they were like. You know? Could have fucking said it in one sentence, but like the Jedi aren't what they used to be or, or something like that. He could have been like the beaten soldier who was remembering the good times, you know? And then, and once again, you have Yoda. Like, like what the fuck, Yoda? Like, I mean, you were there before them. You were there after them. So, I mean, like, if anybody, Yoda should have been on point. He should have been calling them out on their shit. Yeah. I mean, like, he remembered the old times, too, because he was the old times, you know? Like, yeah. fuck. That's a terrible... I never thought of that. I yeah. never thought of that. Yeah, Yoda should have should have been calling people out on their shit. That's what happens when you just... But, like, if you look into the making of Star Wars... Uh, four, five, and six, you know, fucking, it wasn't him. It just was a set of events that worked together to create this fucking beautiful masterpiece of a trilogy. The reason why it's a masterpiece, and it's not like in comparison to like Lord of the Rings or whatever the fuck, is because it was there before it, all this other shit. I mean, there was other Shakespearean things and things like that, but no, it was in space. You had uh, a dark moment in the second movie. I mean, all this shit was there. Did and you then, ever watch uh, how Star Wars was saved in the edit? Yeah, you know, you, we talked about that with the uh, the first. Yeah, with the it was just there, and then they went and attacked the the Death Star. You know. Yeah. Did you Did you watch it though? Uh, 
uh, yeah, I think, right? I think I think I gave you like the Cliff Notes version, but I don't need to fucking watch it, man. We get the. It's gist. interesting to watch, dude. If you haven't watched it, watch it, man. I mean, with all the documentaries that we have, we all get the gist of what's going on here. Luke did not. Lucas George Lucas did not make this shit. No, he did not make this shit. It got together and it it works. It was a committee, but it was it was the right committee. Usually, committee fucks shit up, but that it was. It was like a perfect storm of shit that happened. And then, then you gave this guy, this fucking guy, the power to make three more movies, just him. Yeah, you felt that. I, I, yeah, yeah. I felt that when I was watching them. I go, well, this is like him yeah. off the leash. So the kids have lightsabers? So like to completely become a Jedi, you get a lightsaber? Like, I mean, they get, kids had lightsabers too. So I was just like, oh, man, like, fuck, what are we doing here? What the fuck are we <laughs> on fucking movies you know but but whatever whatever this you people have been shitting on these fucking move that first trilogy since it came out so like what we're doing is rehashing shit to get to the third movie my 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 main thing was they should have took the first movie the first trilogy looked at it and then just kind of had more philosophy behind the next movies more sword fighting if anything but more of a philosophy not power like they understood they misunderstood the word power power didn't mean moving planets and shit or whatever power is like really the ability to affect change you know what i mean so like getting shit done you know getting shit done is good story see that's the problem you have to be a good storytelling telly teller to, to to get get the audience to understand what getting shit done meant. Right. You know what I mean? Not just like getting shit done. I threw a Hadouken, the fucking satellites breaking, some bullshit like that. You know, cause Luke is getting change done. He's not getting done by fucking moving the fucking death star. He's shooting some torpedoes in a hole. It was really hard to do. Well, that was, that was the big gripe in uh, rise of Skywalker is that they're chasing the MacGuffin, right? Yeah. They, they got to get this to get that, to get this other thing. Oh, psych, Kylo's just going to fucking break it. And we just spent the first hour and a half of the movie to get to this point. It turns out you didn't really need it anyways because there was this little droid that could take you there anyway. Uh, That's another dead horse, right? Yeah. But, but, you know, as I was watching uh, uh, The Old Guard, I kind of appreciated that there was no MacGuffin to chase. You know, it was, it was situations. Was- and the people were finding themselves in these situations and they needed to solve it. And they needed to have the power to affect the change to 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 cover their asses or to defend themselves or to save their friends but it was it was uh it was human you know and it was organic and it felt natural it felt right rise of skywalker i'm like they're really fucking making us chase things around yeah it's the laziest fucking thing of all time the reason you have a rise of the skywalker and i don't even know why you call it that name by the way i can argue that to the end of the earth but uh, it should be Rise of the Organa, if anything, because she's the one who trains the fucking lady. Like, why Skywalker means nothing to her. The guy who fucking hits her with the twig and then dies, uh, that's all he does. So anyways, anyways, and then his name is Ben Solo. So, like, I mean, if anything, Solo. What the fuck ever. Whatever. It, they got caught up because you have the fuck up of that second movie. So here you are, because the first movie is, not, is good, but it's a fuck up. But it's good. And that there you go. So your second movie is supposed to fix the mistakes of the first movie. 
But you know what they did? Doubled down. Went further deeper into the hole. So the third one's like, fuck, what do we do? So they try to bring it back up. So it comes it comes up to – so here's your arc. It's like it's like this and then this and then the other guy kind of goes like that. So and then so that's why you have a shitty trilogy because they, they're trying to make, fix the mistakes of the second movie. And the second movie fucking makes more mistakes instead of fixing the first movie. Yeah. They uh, – yeah. And and then the first trilogy is just fucking a work of shit because they just said, you know what we need is more lightsabers, more force powers, more lightning, fucking just let's let's get crazy with it, you know? Because they didn't really look at the movies that they made and instead of making better story or writing story in a way where like how do I get my character to do this? They're just like fucking lightning force. Fucking there you go. And, that, and I see that a lot, like I'll, like the Umbrella Academy. Like I'm like, so you have the power to move shit with your mind, but you didn't use that power here. Why? Like, why didn't you use that power? That like, I don't like bad writing like that. Like, it's like, well, you did it here. Why can't you do it there? Like when they do the force sprint, like fucking Anakin. Why didn't you force sprint? Yeah, well, they should have never had him do that. Yeah, they, because they never did that before. Or, or just at least a force dash, and then but you show them dash and then run. And the why they can't do it more than once in a day. Right. Shit like that. Because like... More uh, than once in a day. Obi-Wan, why didn't you fucking dash to your homeboy? That's why he died. It's because you just forgot you could dash? You master Jedi forgot you could dash? I mean, it's retarded that you would forget powers. And okay, you have the power to move things with your mind. Move someone's heart. They're dead. I mean, like, you have to explain that. You just, like, if you have the power to move something with your mind, move a brain cell. They had a stroke. I mean, this fucking why? But <laughs> whatever. That's your fucking movies, whatever. That's why I like your first trilogy. Kept shit simple. No such thing as a metachlorine. The force makes sense. It, it, there's an energy, and you can understand it at a core level, at a philosophical yeah. core level. There is an energy to us that you can just connect. You know, and then when you die, you just go right back into it, like into the ether, and it doesn't mean anything. That's why that's why you have Jedi that get it. You know, Jedi understand when we die, we're just you know, it, why be a bad guy? You know, and while you have the dark side, why do I have to die? I could live forever. Yeah. So you have these two um, duality, the, these two philosophical ideas against each other, and that's fucking tight. You and know? they didn't play with that. No. That's what they should have did in the first movie. Instead of talking about trade federation and random Jewish bad guys, you know, it just there you go, you know. And uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's move topics because we're gonna <laughs> gonna beat the dead horse. I wanted to talk about not this explosion thing, but I wanted to talk about. Oh, did, you know what? Let's bring this up. I want to bring this up before I forget. Did you see the video that came out recently of the Floyd? Oh. There's like 40 seconds before they took him in. You didn't see it? No. Oh, okay. So when they did this come out. Uh, just today. Today it came out. So I guess this is leaked footage of of the body cam of when they made the rest of uh, Floyd. So homeboy is in his car, right? And um, they're telling him to do shit, and he's not doing it. And he's talking about how he got, te- and this is true with all the evidence. He has COVID-19. He's positive for COVID-19. He knows he has COVID-19. So he says, I have COVID-19. I'm having trouble breathing. He says that in, in, in that, in that camera. This is before they put the knee on him. 
So they're tr- they're trying to tell him to do shit. He is being unresponsive. If you're if you see the video, you can tell he's kind of is. I'm not saying that he's high, but I mean the toxic going on. Toxicology did say he had fentanyl and meth a methamphetamine in him, okay. upper and a downer. So I mean, you know, he seemed kind of out of it. You know, if you if you've been around the bush and you've seen a lot of you know fentanyl and methamphetamine people, they they're not all there in the sense that they they can't form complete thoughts. Okay. So they're telling him shit. He's not understanding it. I'll chalk it up to, you know, you got a police guy fucking coming after you. So they tell him. So he's already telling him he can't breathe. This is bad. So he then he tells they try to put him into the the back of the the back of the um the car. All right. Um. He's he's not going in. They're trying to put him in, but he's not. And the, he's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't go in the car. So that's when they, and I've already seen the video from then on that that's, that's the end of that video. So they sit him down and then they put him on the floor and that's when they kill him, you know? So it's not like what they did was right. And that vindicates them. It's just that it's an aspect of the video that should have came out from the beginning. And we wouldn't, it doesn't seem like it's a racial thing. If you, if you see it, it's like a series of unfortunate events. And when he says he can't breathe from the beginning and COVID-19 is in the play, and he's on meth and fentanyl, which is proven. Do you know the riots we're going to have when, because they charged this cop who did murder this guy. They charged him with like a hardcore sentence. They, they won't be able to prove because, because they're saying that he's the one who caused the death, but you can't prove that because of the two, the three factors, the drugs that's in the system, you know, the meth and whatever, the, the fact that he said he couldn't breathe to begin with. And then them, uh, you know, putting his the knee on, you know. So it's nine it, minutes for nine minutes. So it's 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 a and then when you see the death report, it's more like his heart gave out, not death from strangulation, because those are two different kinds of things. Okay. So you're pr- you're trying to prove that he like, hey, cop killed him. Period. I'm I'm there, but I'm just saying like to prove it in a court prove of beyond a re- reasonable doubt. You can't. You can just poke holes through it. He was on meth. He was on fucking fentanyl. You said his heart gave out. There's nothing that says that the coroner doesn't say he was strangled to death. It's his heart gave out or some shit like that. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying like the way that video plays out is we're going to have riots like no other when he, when, when, the, when the cops get acquitted, man, this is going to be bad news because of the charges. If it was just manslaughter or whatever, I think you could have got away with that, but to say second degree murder, like, cause they're saying like he knew him and shit, but the way the video plays out, it's, he died. Do you think, you think people would still get, get upset? Let's say they made a deal to lessen the charges. They tried and it didn't work. They tried to do that. They tried to have a guilty plea, but it didn't fall through through negotiations. So they're going to go through court. And I have to say, I mean, chances well, I get like the if they did a civil suit he'll he'll lose yeah but because of the charges of what they did it if only it was lesser charges but they they gave him harder charges they were gonna go first degree but but they won't be able to prove it and if, if the jury jury i mean if they stick to their guns of like they would have to they would have to they would have to vote against what they're supposed to for this guy to go to jail. And I, I do think that he will be acquitted of this murder and 
we're going to have some fucking riots like we've never seen. We're talking big time. I mean, like, think about it, man. This guy did murder that guy, but he's going to get away with it because of the technicality. Is it too late to buy a gun? That's what I was thinking. I mean, like, the fucking riots, dude. It was the the world's rioting, you know what I mean? Like, over and that over that video when you you've got the everyone in the world is thinking yes this guy murdered him even i am thinking that but he's gonna probably get away with the trial you know like they're not gonna be able to get him on this they might have to fucking sacrifice his fucking self like even the judge would be like hey i know the jury said that you're uh, not guilty put a bullet in his head guys let's do it <laughs> i mean like fuck dude star court Dude, seriously, like if if he gets away with this, which it's looking pretty good because of the, this video, it's rough. You mean it's looking pretty bad because of this video? Well, okay, if you want to go there, <laughs> good for him, bad for, good for him, but bad for fucking the world, dude. Because the world will not let that shit go. They will fucking riot for this. I mean, you, you're. There ain't no peaceful protest. I mean, that's going to be fucking cars flipping, hospitals burning, shit. Because they're, they're going to want the society to burn. Because, I mean... When does the trial start? It's already... I thought it was in play. I don't know. They're arguing right now for... Um, I, was, I looked it up. I, I thought that, too. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this? So... Because there's pretrial stuff like discovery and, and, and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know, where the, they start looking at what kind of evidence they're going to be able to use and whatnot and... <laughs> They're trying to create a situation where there's no cameras and you don't even see the cop. Like he's there's no audio or video of the cop in the courtroom or some shit like that. Yeah, that's what they're arguing right now. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's not looking good. Uh... <laughs> and the shitty thing is no one's on this guy's side. Well, I mean, uh, well, Nobody's on the side. It's just a, it, you know, like people are, <laughs> okay. It, it's, 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 it's still, I mean, I, I still can't think of a justification, even, even with what you described. I mean, I'll go watch the video when we get off, but it's still kind of hard to come up with a, a justification for him being on the dude's neck for nine minutes. Yeah. He's on his neck. He is on his ne- neck for nine minutes, I mean, but it's, just, it's, 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 and as an officer, if you see, you know, hey, he's not all there, something's going on or whatever, you said you said yourself, you know, you've seen the effects of this. So chances are this dude's also seen some some of that too. You don't you don't get that benefit of the doubt, you know, because you're not ignorant. Yeah. No. You know, and you're trained. So I don't know, Kev. I think I think he'll probably still. I think he'll still get indicted. So you got you got a lawyer, right? You got you got defense, right? All you have to do is, did he pull this guy out of the car, put his knee on his neck to murder him? That's that's your goal. That's your goal to fucking prove. But the reality is, it escalates to this point. Well, it's not murder one. What is it? It's murder. It's like a. It's like no, it's it's murder, but like yes, yes, it's like it. it it's not manslaughter. It was something in between. Yeah, yeah. I remember it wasn't murder one. I agree. I think secondary. Like it, it's not too much premeditative. Like right. it's just like 
we just got in this situation and I murdered you. Not like manslaughter's like I ran my car over you by accident, you know, or some shit like that. This is more of um we got in a situation and I murdered you. I made a decision that that ended up in your death, but not. I didn't plan was- this shit, but this shit happened. Like if I punched you and you died, you know, like I, I shouldn't have done that, but I did. And it was a violent thing. So he goes and puts his knee on him, dude. And then the guy dies. So they're trying to prove that the knee to his neck is what killed him. But the coroner kind of like negates that. And then the autopsy negates that. You could argue that it's COVID, but all you have to do isn't prove that this is what the defense has to do. They don't have to prove that he's, that he murdered him. You just have to disprove that he murdered him. You, you know what? There's a difference. Yeah, you're right. This the way we set it up. I mean, that, that is how we set it up. We kind of uh, err on the side of caution the way we have it set up. I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't say that, he murdered like his actions led to his death. You could say all the actions that he did led to his death. And then the knee was the straw, but that's not the thing that killed him. It's if he hadn't done this, he hadn't done that. Cause that's how Eric Gardner got away is it's not the fact that they choked him, which that's what they did. It was his heart was out of, you know, he's out of shape and his heart gave out while they were choking him legally. Even though they were choking him, his heart gave out. So the defense argued that it was his his unhealthiness. I mean, that's Eric Gardner. This fucking guy has COVID-19. He's got drugs in his system, and he's not paying attention. And there's a system of events that happened to this. It wasn't like, hi, and they put his knee on him. It's, hi, do this, do that. Uh, Shit's not happening. And then it gets to this situation. Man, they got like 40 minutes later, like it, it takes a while to get to the situation where they kill him. Even sec- second degree manslaughter, second degree murder. Uh, no, they're going with murder. That's the thing. If it was just manslaughter, they probably could have gotten the charge. This was June 8th. Yeah, you're right. This was June 8th that I'm looking at right here. Yeah. They, if it was just manslaughter, it would have been good. But because they're going for murder, meaning my actions resulted in his death. That's where we're going. But all they have to do is not prove that. They just have to prove that he had meth in his system, which they have, and he had COVID-19, which he was diagnosed. He even says it on the tape. He even says he's having trouble before they put him on the floor. Maybe that's the key right there. Right there. He's having trouble breathing. Why'd you put him on the fucking floor? You know, there you go. Maybe that's how they do it. That, that might be that might be the way that they got to go. Just, then it, he already, he's already expressing that he had breathing issues. There you go. You already had him in a car. You already had him, you know, detained. It's all about the jury at this point. It, the jury will have to be adamant that because they put the knee. I think that you know what? Maybe maybe not. I mean, like if the jury stays strong, but then the OJ got off. You know what I mean? And black people were part of that. You know what I mean? Like they made it a black. OJ is not like I'm pro black. You know, in fact, he fucking hated black people in the sense that he was like, I fucking got mine. Fuck those guys. Yeah. And then they, they started turning his fucking house into an African thing and, it, and they made it black and white, but really it wasn't. And the jury was like, DNA doesn't exist. Everyone has the same kind of DNA. I mean, they got it in their fucking heads that this is the thing. So it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If OJ who murdered that fucking lady 
you know, got away. I mean, the evidence for this guy killing him isn't there. I mean, we see the videotape. So the jury has to stand firm on that. You know, it could be a miss. You know what? It might be a mistrial. That first, that first trial will be a mistrial probably. Well, I hope whatever it is, I mean, it, dude, I fucking hope he goes to jail for life. I mean, like, I want this guy fucking gone, dude. If it was up to me, he's gone. He's fucking gone, dude. Oh, and then when he's dead, he still gets to go to hell. You know, like, that's how I see <laughs> I mean, fuck him and the horse he rode in on and fuck the people who were there. That's how I feel. But I call it how I sees it. I mean, like, I get it, man. I see how the purity of our system is, but that's the problem, right? So that's the argument of all the rioters is the system is fucked up. You know what I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm about to change the subject matter, but you know how, okay, you get these um, Republicans, usually white, and they say that the system is fixed. So, you know, people have the same opportunities, you know, that they, that other people have. And then I heard this guy's perfect argument for that. So you got monopoly, the game right and um the rules weren't for black people right okay so they were outside the game right so white people or whoever were you know they're playing the monopoly game and they start buying up shit right because you know how monopoly works you buy up shit right and now the rules are fixed everyone has the same rules now you put black people in it but they can't buy boardwalk yeah. <laughs> it's already bought everything's bought so they're playing the same game the rules are the same but they can't they, – they, they're playing the same exact game that everyone else is playing but before everybody else. And this is your argument for reparations, you know. It's like, what the fuck do we do? And, like, in the game of Monopoly, what's the safest spot when everything's already bought up? Parking. Or? Go. No, prison. Because you stay there. You do not pass go, but you just stay there. Parking and prison the same? No, no, wait. They're on different sites. They're on different corners. Parking. You're just yeah, yeah. But then you go to jail and you get to stay there for a bit. You have to roll to get out. You have to roll doubles. So as long as you stay in jail, you're good. You're (laughs) you are lucky to buy a property. People are you know landing on your shit and you just stay in jail. Just hopefully you don't fucking land on doubles (laughs) out. So like (laughs) it works pretty good. So. Like here, here is this group of people who are now the rules are the same, and he's and that's true. The rules aren't. You can't just go to a job and just be like, you know what, you're black, you're not getting that doesn't exist. So you, so everything's fair, but everything's already bought up. Yeah. So you can't buy shit. And like you can then say you can argue and say like, well, you think you fucking buy a house? I'm like, bitch, you can't buy a house at that amount. You know, like you got that because you had an upbringing that got you to that house. But the other fucking guys, they came from upbringing of nothing, you know, and you you could then argue there's outliers, right? That's an outlier. That's not normal people, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. Reparations, I was anti-reparations, but now I'm like thinking maybe we should really think about this for a second. The Indians got it pretty good. I mean, like, we took their land, but, I mean, they get a check every month from the casinos and shit. They, they make good money. Y- yes, but they're managing, they're, they're managing their resources, right? No, they're getting paid. The government is paying them. 
They get free college. We don't give black people free college. Their, their, their government is paying them. So that money is not coming from the United States. It's coming from the tribes. If we gave them land. They have sovereign land. That's why you can have UFC yes. fights in, 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 um, in, in their, their land. Right. As opposed oh. to in, in Vegas. No, without rules. Like if you were watching a UFC fight in, in a fucking Indian reserve and you watch a fight and they let that shit go. You just get the fuck shit killed you get killed out there i'm just saying like we didn't do that for black people like black people just kind of like they built a country and then they just got enslaved and shit you know and they're just trying to eke on by from then on and like you gotta say i mean maybe maybe there is an argument for reparations you're like who the fuck pays this i'm like well fuck i mean i'd probably be more for affirmative action that's already in play Mm, it's been undone not not fully, but it, it's still kind of there. But but I think that would be no. better. College for those fucks. That's what I say. Like, because, okay. We'll, yeah, that's what I'm saying. College. They just have no, because it's like, I only have 100 slots. Who do I put in here? Oh, well, we'll, we'll put black people in here because, you know, affirmative action. No, money. It's not easy to go in. You shouldn't go in and have debt. They should go in for free. Right. That that's well that's what I'm talking about. It should be like an affirmative action type thing. You're you're right. Not just allocation of slots, but but paying for it. Because that's what affirmative action is, is really we only got like ten slots, we're gonna give it to the black people versus the I mean like that's that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean no, but, but it, I'm talking about along the same vein, you know. Um helping different people from different backgrounds get that equitable opportunity because you're right i mean i never thought of it like that but yeah that that, i mean the the, the analogy is good the game was being played for a long time we only barely let them start kind of in the the game in 1964 exactly (laughs) right and then like they're supposed to just figure it out i mean like there was this one guy um this cop you know in baltimore and he retired right uh for injury not because he didn't like it it's just that he was like black guy and he found newspapers of the same crimes that were happening, you know, forever. So, like, it's like in these certain areas, the fucking crime just kept staying. I'm just saying, like, I mean, give if you – I was anti-reparations until I thought about it. And I was just like, fuck it, you know? Like, let, like, I don't like the idea of free college for everybody. I think that's stupid. But, you know, for black people, that's not like a huge population. That's just like – I think it's like fourteen percent of the uh, of America. Just let them all go to college for free. And if they don't, if they don't do it, you know, if they fucking suck, right? And that's going to happen. Th- that's on them. But like, at least you gave them the path of opportunity, as opposed to. Um, I, I don't like. I don't. I don't think you should just give them money. But I, I think that the path to opportunity. Because right. if you go to college, you should. You know, the, the stats are there. You yeah, college or or job training. So like, you know, like I. Like what ITT Tech was kind of, I mean, they're kind of defunct right now, but I mean, like, 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 like nursing programs, things like that, you know. Uh, uh, an apprenticeship, too. Right. Like, it costs money to be an apprentice and to be a, ma- a master apprentice or some shit like that. Or journeyman, that's it. I mean, that, that costs money. But shit, even like truck driving school or something, you know? Free. Yeah. Them, you know? And, like, and, and then, of course, okay. percentages of half black, half white. Okay, wait, wait. So. Let's throw a wrench in there. Is it based on the color of your skin or if you can trace your heritage or your roots back to slavery? 
See, here we go. We have in the year 2020 a swab. We we have done. We got genetics, man. We could if we could fucking tell if you were related to uh, Genghis Khan, then we could tell if you were a slave or not. And then percentages of that, they do it now. They they have percentages. They actually do it with Na- uh, Native Americans, it, depending on how pure your blood is you get a certain amount of help or not that's where i'm at you got a hundred percent black or or, you know slave and then percentages of that and of course of course it's been diluted but at least at least you there you are making a path what if you have some white people that qualify for it let it happen i mean you gotta you gotta do it you gotta do it if if a white person has like 30 percent slave in him or her give them that 30 percent you just you can't you can't bullshit people like you can't You can't do this thing where like only black is better. Right. You know, we're trying to help. We're trying to move forward. And that's why, that's why a lot of shit's going on right now. That is not working. It's because black is trying to be better. Okay. How about this? If you could trace your ancestry back to being black in America before 1964, not just not, you know, not as far back as slavery, but you know, being black in America, let's say you immigrated as, as, as black, you know, and you, you were in America, you were never a slave, but you were also never in that position where the rules applied to you the same. I hear you. That's why they should, they should come up with a committee to decide the metric at this time. That's when the monopoly was legal for everybody. And then that is when you start your timer because really you just need college. And then wouldn't be that great of a percentage though. It just wouldn't. Because you only got like 14% that's actually black or identify as black. And then now you're doing percentages off of that. So, I mean, that's not but too now. But now almost any minority that came in before 1964 was also put at the back of the bus. So now is it anybody that immigrated to the United States and their families before 1964? There's a difference between slavery and immigration. So, okay. So now... So now we're changing it. Now we're going back to slavery then. Yeah, here and we're, we're ignoring the time between slavery and 1964. Hmm. I think we should stick to the slavery. <laughs> this, because, because you're going to end up with like 50% of the country needing reparations. No, no, you, you work like this. You work through the spirit of what you're trying to do. So slavery was bad. And then you created like from that, you were like, okay, you guys are kind of equal. And then you go from there. And then you're trying to, you're trying to fix that section of people. So, you know, slavery to the point of, you know, you know they, they can now play Monopoly. So you go in that vein. I'm sorry. It wouldn't work for, like, the Mexicans and everyone else that just kind of jumped in there. Fuck but you. We're trying to fix – we're trying to fix <laughs> that, that happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like the Indians. Like Our original sin. The original sin of the country, man. Exactly. You're trying, we fixed it for the Indians. I mean, like, they well, argue – that we didn't, but I mean, it's there. There is no fixing it, right? You know, I'm can't use that word, but 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 start to not even make it right, man. Well, but, if, but start if, to do something to to bring to to bring them back to equity. I know because we did it for the Indians. That's all. Like, I'm the, that's where I'm coming from. Is we did something. We haven't done anything. I mean, like you can argue and say that, like. We, we they have rights now, but that's not what we're trying to do. You know, you could say that, well, affirmative action. No, that's not what we're trying to do. Like Indians, like literally get a check. You know, and I'm not t- saying give them money. I'm saying 
college. That's it. Or, or training program. And, and it's just a percentage of that, you know, and then call it a day and then, and that's it, you know, and then you fix that sin. That's it. And then what happens, this is, this is the beauty of it. Over time, that shit's going to change because now you have people who have means and they're going to marry other people and it will be diluted. And then over time, after about a hundred years, it's going to be kind of hard to find a person who's hundred percent like descended of slaves. They'd be like 10% or 5%, you know, and shit will just kind of, you know, filter itself out. And eventually we fixed, not fixed, but at least, you know, percentage wise over time, you know, you you kind of, you know, worked towards that goal. That's what we should. And I think, I think you would, I think you can incentivize people to take advantage of it too, by phasing it out you know, in steps, you know, 20 years. Okay. We're, we're bringing it down to here now. Yeah. You know, another 20 years are bringing it down to here. You can just work through percentages. Like if you can, but then you might get people that are like, Hey, I'm like still hundred percent black. You're still hundred percent black or slave or whatever. Let's that's not a, that's not a reality though. Uh, yeah. But, but you do genetic testing. We will meld. I mean, like if like they, they yeah. get their own Aryan race, but I, I doubt they'll do that. I mean, it's literally going to dilute itself, and that's what we want. We want dilution, and that's going to happen, but at least we move towards that goal. And that's really what America needs to do. America needs to fucking take care of its own. I mean, that's what the fuck it is, right? And I, I mean, it's taxes. I pay for it. You pay for it. We're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to solve a wrong, you know? And the fact that we're not – and I was, I was so anti-reparations. Dude, I'm fucking anti-woke. But I mean, like, it just makes sense, right? To well, I I don't agree with reparations of you know. Let's just start sending out checks. I didn't say that. I said uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Avenue that is not given to most people. You know, like they just have free college. You know, we do it for the fucking Indians. You know, like or the Native Americans. You know, I'm sorry, but I mean, well, we, again, we don't do it for them. They do it for themselves. But it was because they were able to manage their shit. And we gave them land. Um, we gave them land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not we're not maintaining it. We're not. We're not doing anything else. You that, know? No, but that's the beauty of it, though. They, they, they got land. You know, they got boardwalk. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't give them a boardwalk. We didn't give them a Balto. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Many things. And this was harder because, you know, we're – the Native Americans, they kind of they stayed, you know, and they isolated themselves a bit. Yeah. But, but everybody else, we're all mixed up. Yeah. So – so yeah, we wouldn't. We can't do the same thing. We get to say, okay, you know, we're gonna too late. That's it. That boat give you this this territory, black people, and you guys can do whatever. You know what's sad is they Terrible. they did that in the beginning. They're like, hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna if you fight this fucking war, we'll give you this land. And they're like, yeah, fucking tight, right? And then they kill Abraham Lincoln, and that shit's whoop, fuck that. And then like we fucked, we fucked them at that point. And then so what, what do we have to do now? Well. We can't just give them land. That's stupid. And a donkey. That doesn't make sense. So what's the new? What's the new land? What's the new equity? College. And then, like, I mean, as of now, I mean, if you make or, or training or you know, but getting a certificate to get you into the higher pay scale. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the, the Navy does that. Like, you don't have to go to college. You can be an apprenticeship you know, and use your GI bill. It's the same thing. We've already done it. We've, we already have a system in place to give people money for, you know, like schooling. That's what you call it. Schooling. And that, that's where we need to do. And there you go. And they go off of percentages and I can guarantee over years, 
by giving people opportunity and they'll get better jobs, you know, they're going to, they're, they're just going to dilute more. And then it, it would just separate itself over time, creating more. Yeah. I mean, it will raise all the boats. That's if the- a minority getting, uh, getting reparations went into the service and got a GI bill. He could double dip. Fuck it, dude. If you, yeah. if you're going to system no, dude, that's in place though. That's in place. You serve the country and we all agreed as a collective, I guess, that the military should be honored in that way. And right. so if hey, hey, you a black guy, slave, adult, it's sex. It's that fucking right. You, you took advantage of country and that's, that's okay. From my point of view. And I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not the fucking woke guy, but I mean, I'm going by logic. It just makes sense. Now I'm not going to say that like everyone's going to take that opportunity all because you get free college. It doesn't mean you're going to fucking pass. And college is college. You know what I mean? They bloat those classes up. You know, yeah. I heard an economist talk about that, about the colleges, making them free and everything. Did, did I tell you about this? Did I, I talk about this? I talked about it. The reason why you have the bloat college, like meaning four years and two years or whatever the fuck, and you know, you're taking biology to become a master's degree in math. The reason you have that is because you have these loans. And so the colleges, they're more more apt to to give you more classes because they can milk you for all that because it's going to keep coming in yeah the economist said like what they should do is abolish these loans because it doesn't make sense to give an 18 year old a house loan right that will never happen if i'm 18 and i want to buy a loan for a house that's not going to happen but for some fucking reason you can get a loan with ungodly amounts of money because you know college isn't cheap you're talking like a hundred thousand dollars a year probably but you could do this for four years. You could keep getting these fucking loans yeah. that never go away. And for some reason you could do that at 18, but you can't get a loan for a house, you know? So what he said is get rid of these loans. And that what, what this will, this is what will happen. Colleges need money. So rather than charge where they're at, they're like, fuck, I mean, I'm going to have to lower my prices because you got like, say there's two colleges, right? And one college, one is like, fuck, I need to lower my hundred dollar bill to $90. Yeah. I was going to be like, fuck, he's going 90. He's getting all those people. Yeah. I got to go there. And we're like, fuck, this is too expensive to have these, this amount of teachers. We're going to have to have less classes to shit out these degrees, you know, because no one's going to come to me. So that means that you're only going to get the bare minimum of what you need to graduate, you know? Right. I, I'm, I'm, I was blown away by this. I was like, the loans are what's damaging. Yeah, it, it is the 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 fact that um, a lot of the loans are secured by the government, so the colleges don't take on the risk. So the colleges can up the price because really, the money's coming from the government as a loan coming in, and the kids are the the, the students become slave to paying that loan back and the, the 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 risk is never on the college's books yeah and so they could just keep jacking up the price exactly and, and not just jacking up the price but jacking up the classes you need a home ec you need a elective you need to know spanish to to be a uh, an engineer no you don't right. you a few classes to become an engineer it's supposed to be advanced learning that's not advanced you're fucking you know spanish and be, to, to be an electrical engineer fuck you you know, you need to do judo to be an electric engineer. Fuck you. <laughs> Stupid as fuck. Yeah, they made us take judo. Math and fucking maybe construction or what the fuck. And, and just, 
I mean, it just blew my mind. So fast forward to let's make college free. Now, how stupid is that? So college is already like, I'm getting paid no matter what. Now you're going to make it free. Nice. Now you need a mask. More on it. Yeah. More fat. Yeah. Yeah. Now you need five years of Spanish to work. Cause I'm going to get paid no matter what. This is a slippery slope, man, because you might have to nationalize the fucking colleges. If you nationalize the colleges, then the colleges will just add more. Okay, so I'm a job. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that government starts stepping in and saying, no, no, no. You know what? Just like they do for the public schools, you know, they tell them, the, they tell the public schools, this is what they need to do before they graduate from high school. It's a state thing right now, right? You got these standards, you got these classes that you got to pass. Well, if they do the same thing for the colleges, that would limit the number of classes that they have to take. Now it's just depending on picking the college and, and the, the quality of professor that you have there or the quality of technology or access to resources that the colleges have. I, I, I theorize that if you do this, if you nationalize the colleges, this, this would just, because you don't need a college. You do now, but realistically, do you really need a college degree to have a job? You know, so here you have a job who's like, all right, so no. I'm hiring people with, I could hire this high school kid because he's a go-getter, but no, I, there's too many of them. Too many go-getters. I need college degrees, so it's rare. But now everyone has a college degree. Now how do I separate the college degree people? Well, now everybody needs to have a master's degree. Exactly. So here I am, 18, and I go to 24. I got my, my – well, now I need a master's degree, so I need to be 26. So here you are, 18-year-old who could have been working. Now needs to be 26 to even get into the field. Well, That's I mean, no. your life. Now start thinking about the people in power, you know, and their kids. Some of them, they probably work hard, but a lot of them probably don't want to work hard because they've been entitled all their lives, you know? I would say there's a 90% chance if you're entitled. I mean, if you get money, you're not getting after it. Yeah, you, right? And so there's no more incentive to try and get a degree. But now your kid's going to be having to compete with all these other kids that are getting free degrees. They might not vote against their own interests. You know what I'm saying? But not just that. I mean, like, let's just think of the incentive of a person. I want to make money, right? A person who's already making money, right? And he's got to be in college for fucking a quarter of a century or a school in a quarter of a century. Life's been given to you on a silver platter. You're going to get college. And if there's a master's degree, you can get a master's degree as well. And uh, once again, you haven't really learned anything because you've just been going to school this whole time. So a quarter of a century of an idiot, you know, he's an idiot or she, you know, they've, they've given everything. They, they haven't really had to work anything. They got 26 years of fucking school and now they got to make decisions now because there's more of them that are going to get past the, 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 yeah. yeah, And then they're in places of power and they're dumb, you know? At least with like places of power, you, you you got you know somebody who worked to get there, you know, and now you've got I don't know, free college and then master degree. That that's where we're gonna stand. That's where people are gonna be separated. I'm just wondering about people that would push back on, you know, leveling the playing field. No one will. Like it doesn't make s- other than conservatives the mass majority will not push against 
free college. I mean, like, think about it. Conservatives make sense because we're like, well, where's the money going to come from, right? Yeah, but the, but the argument becomes, oh, that's socialism. And, you know, that's the boogeyman word that they use to scare a lot of people. And a lot of people fall for it. They, we, we're not working off the incentives of people because people work off incentives. And um, if, if, okay, so if, if you've got a person working uh, to free college, they're gonna, their incentive is to go to college, right? And then now they can get a job because they need a master's degree. Now their incentives are to get a master's degree. Now they're paying for master's degree. Now we're going to have to fucking do a whole thing of we need free master's degree. Because <laughs> we didn't learn from high schools. High schools used to be a thing where you had to get into, right? Yeah. That was a, th- a higher education. I think it was like the 40s or 50s or something. I fuck, I don't know, bro science. But you had to be... Uh, something to get in high school and then that and then we were like this nationalized high school and now you need a college degree to get a job before you just need high school and maybe you get a job but now you need a college degree and now if we make college free it will be master's degree you know in uh in mexico that was not a good starting point right but in mexico up to 10th grade you're it's it, everybody's learning the same stuff but in 11 and 12th grade, you specialize into a specific job field. And so you have like welders or pipe fitters or, um, you know, business majors. They start in high school, you know, but all of their curriculum is kind of centered around what they plan on doing as a job once they leave high school. That's pretty cool because you're getting the kids out there in the workforce. Yeah, they, they, they go out there and they actually do the shit that they're training to do in their senior year. Hmm. Yeah, and that's cool too because then they get, they come to America all skilled and at an early age in comparison to shit you're 26 by the time you start working as a skilled worker when you could have been fucking doing it at 18 and fucking up and learning from your mistakes. So say you're a fuck up but it takes you 2 years to figure shit out, now you're 20, you're a more experienced worker, better workers, better everything. And just, well, and it becomes 5 to 6 years less yeah, education or job training that needs to be subsidized by the taxpayer. Yeah, yeah, and then like, hey, say ten years later, you're you're where you need to be. You're thirty at ten years later, and then you're you're a better worker, probably make more money, and um, you have more life to live. So you don't have to retire at eighty-two or some shit like that. Because that that's where we're that's where we're going. Crazy. All right, all right. Let me let me jump into another topic while I can. Um, are you are you fizzling out? A little bit. A little bit. A little uh, all right, we'll end on this one then. All right. Um, there's so much. There was this like movie called Night Bitch. I wanted to talk about. <laughs> it's like this one chick who convinced herself she's turning into a dog. <laughs> so they called the movie Night Bitch, and it's Amy Adams, the chick from a uh, fucking man. Yeah. That shit's hilarious, right? Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, it's Lois Lane. And she's going to be in a movie called Night Bitch, where she's like a fucking mother who uh, is a, um, like, I, I mean, I guess she's going crazy because her husband is working five days a week. And so she never sees her husband. So she's convinced that she's turning into a dog. So she gets violent with a cat. I don't know. It's, it's called Night Bitch. Look into Sounds it. Sounds great. I'm laughing already. It's not a comedy. It isn't. <laughs> be like a horror movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but that's not what I was going to talk about. What I was going to talk about is woke eating woke. The progressive mo- the cancel culture. I told you this, that this is going to happen. 
as you cancel people, it will eventually become a thing where you're canceling each other, the very group that you want to be. So Ellen DeGeneres, right, was the ultimate council culture, right? She's like, you know, on that woke side, you know, pro-LGBTQ. She's a comedian, though. That's, that's the fault. And uh, they're trying to get rid of her, her, her show. Her show of I'm lesbian, equality, progressive, fucking yeah. power to everybody, positivity. That's, that's her whole image, positivity. They're getting rid of her because she is too hardcore at her job. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I mean, I've mostly just been reading headlines and first paragraphs. Sounds like a lot of people are complaining about, about how she is. Yeah. Ooh, sorry, guys. Well, to, to, a lot of people are complaining about, you know, what it was like working on the sets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to believe. Um, to produce a good show, you got to be fucking ruthless. You know, sometimes the proof is in the pudding. Fucking Patton was, was, was a terror, right? There you go. But uh, but his men followed him because the dude got results. Dude, I I absolutely agree that she probably created a fucking terrible work environment because that's what gets you that's what gets you top shit. You know, is being fucking ruthless. And I have to say, um, they're they're gonna cancel her the fuck out. You know, and it's. Well, I think she said that she doesn't want to do the show anymore. Yeah, it's great though that she said that because okay, so here you are. King of the mountain, right? All these jobs rely on you. And you wanted to talk shit and say, this fucking lady's hard worker. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Good job, bitch. Now everyone doesn't have a job. So, so on your <laughs> resume, you had, I'm on Ellen's job. I fucking worked at Ellen. And I could work anywhere. You know what I mean? Like at that level. Because right? she's like number one, you know? And um, whoever fucking argued or complained single-handedly got them because like the next guy who comes in isn't going to keep a bunch of people who talk shit here he he or she they're thinking about this one guy who does the karaoke car karaoke uh i forgot his name huh james corden yeah that guy they they said that he's going to take over it that motherfucker demands excellence as well so i don't think he's going to roll in there like oh so i'm going to keep these traitors in. No, he's good. He already has a show. Here's the thing. He already has a show. So, so is he gonna do both? Oh, he take that slot. She she so, that hour. But but the point that you made, all those people are still losing their jobs. Oh, I know. No, that's what he's I'm saying. Gonna bring, he's just gonna bring the people that do his show and, and do the thing with them. That's my point. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, they all screwed themselves. Yes, yes like everybody- but, but but I I, I I don't know. I haven't. I haven't read fully into it because I really don't give a shit. But um, was there something about like sexual misconduct in there on her part? Not her, but like the under other people created the environment for it. Okay, to the top, which I agree. If you're a shitty person at the top, it's gonna roll downhill. But I mean, it's not shitty. I mean, fuck that. That's what. You, that's what gets results. She just created an environment of fucking. Get after it. Like, Steve Jobs wasn't a great guy. You know, he was a fucking asshole. And everyone around him, like, kind of, it just created that mentality. He died, you know, before cancel culture. You know, Ellen's going to fucking bolt out. She doesn't need, you know what she has to do? She really doesn't need to work anymore. No, she just retires. Let this cancel culture die out because it comes out, it, it comes in waves, right? Cancel culture will just 
kill itself by eating everybody who's ally. So say, say I'm like pro cancel culture. Oh yeah. Fucking let's get rid of all these anti gays and anti this, anti that. And then they get rid of me because I'm anti anti. And then they get rid of those guys. Cause they're anti 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 because they, they literally had like black people versus black lighter people. You know what I mean? Yeah. First it was just getting rid of black people who are anti black. Now it's anti lighter black, you know, it's going to get idiots you know like this that's cancel culture and like um check it out so um give me a second here. so you got ellen right and then at the same time this is going on you got um an attack on all fronts with this whole cancel culture so you got you got joe rogan right he's like um he's like the beacon of I'm a centerist. I'm with the left. I'm with the right. I'm in the center. I'm intellectual. That's that's who he is. And I and I'm because I'm a fight commentary. I'm a I'm I'm the man. I'm the I'm a normal guy, right? That's who I am. He's like an Ellen, but for like dudes, right? Okay. okay? And um, so we need to cancel him out. That's what we need to do because we got rid of Ellen. We got to cancel him out. This is my conspiracy theory, but it's kind of weird. So he's got a group of friends who created podcasts as well, and that's his network. So if you can't get the guy, you have to get the lieutenants. That's how it is. So he had this one guy, Chris D'Elia, who's a fellow comedian, podcaster, same fucking thing, right? They got rid of him because um, chicks are like, oh, yeah, he tried to rape me, but he did. But they're not making the accusation. No rape. It's just he there was a there's tweets of him talking to him like in a like let's fuck you know but he doesn't know how old they are and they're like young you know like okay. below 18 and then they like they got rid of him because of that but if you look at the tweets it turns out oh you're this age fuck that you know but that's not that's not how this works this game is played by this hey you said the one thing in this context you're fucking gone they got rid of him and then, okay, so, like, there's, like, there's Joe Rogan, and right next to him is Brian Callen. Brian Callen's, like, right fucking there. Like, that's his, like, left-hand, hand, like, almost, almost, like, the, almost, like, there. You know, like, his left okay. hand. It's not, there's another guy, but they haven't gotten rid of him yet. And they said that, they, they pulled out the big one. It's rape. You know, this one chick, 22 years ago, uh, said that she was raped by this guy. And he's, like what and this guy's an intellectual too he's like a centerist and he's like i didn't fucking do this but it doesn't matter we canceled you and then so now it's going to be a guilt of so now instead of trying to get rid of the guy because we couldn't find anything obviously we couldn't find anything or maybe this is a prelude to get rid of him right um they, they, by association exactly look he got he was friends with all these other dudes that got canceled so obviously he's a fucked up individual and that's the key hey, the, this cancel culture is coming it's coming strong too it's it's crazy i actually had this one comedian podcaster i listened to tim dylan he's outside of this loop so you have the podcasters that are famous and then he's outside of the loop he's becoming famous and he's like well um it looks like the comedy show or in uh, LA, that's where the comedy house or whatever the fuck, I don't know what it's called, but it's by Irving. Yeah, that's, that's it. He goes, it looks like I'm going to be the only guy there because all these other people are getting canceled out. Yeah. Louis CK. Yeah. This guy, all these comedians are getting taken out by fucking some allegation. That's not even in, not even a thing in which it's like, it's, it's, it's a strong allegation. It's like kind of a light one that can get, then get disputed, but because it made the news, they get taken out. That's that's the new thing now. 
So you took out Ellen. I, I don't know what this is because it seems like we're, we're canceling people that actually have like a metric to, to, to move the people. Right. Like, like you got Ellen. Ellen says something. People kind of go with it. Joe Rogan says something. People kind of go with it. These two fucking powerhouses are getting taken out, you know? So I, I wonder what's, is, is this a, is this a thing in which, I don't know, like, let's have COVID-19, let's have aliens, let's have that, let's get rid of these people who talk. It's like we're going after Socrates. We're going after all these fucking, you know, these philosophers. I feel like it's uh, it's almost like a one-up. Like, uh, people see other people become like important or influential and they think they got some kind of dirt on them, Mm -hmm. you know, and that they're going to be helping a lot of people by, by exposing something they did a long time ago that maybe they themselves are misinterpreting or, or they they've remembered, misremembered, you know, that they've twisted it into something else that maybe it wasn't at the time or, or, or maybe they they're judging something based on, today's values that happened a long time ago that Um, that's a thing and 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 so they want to come out and it's you know those people that they heard about something and they want to be the first ones to tell people that they heard about it that's called the media yeah but you got yeah but you've got people that do that too those people that fucking they do the sewing circles and the you know, they'll be like, oh, you know what I heard about so-and-so? Well, you heard it from me first, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's gossip bitches, dude. And I have to say, like, is it a thing? And is this human evolution where we have to fucking eat our own? Or is this a part of a grander plot, you know? Because these people... No, I think it's... Uh, you think that people just kind of naturally move? I think it's just human tendency. I think it's just, you know, hey, somebody else is going up. Let's fuck them over and bring them down because I can't. Yeah, it sucks still because these people move influence in, in a positive way. Ellen is a very positive person. I mean, whatever, like working for her kind of sucks. Maybe she shits on you all the time, but she's a positive influencer. Like, be peaceful, do this, good, 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 accept gays, that kind of bullshit, right? And, and Joe Rogan, same thing, same, same bullshit. Like, let's be better than we were yesterday, that kind of thing. And they're getting taken out. And is it a thing in which people dis- decided, like, are, is this evolution where people are like, I don't want to be better. I want to be shitty. Let's take these people out. Good guys need to die. I don't think they're thinking about it like that. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I think it's just there's this self-righteousness that comes out of some people. You know, and they think they're gonna, that they're going to help people and become important by 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 outing you know something that maybe they themselves know this isn't that wrong but if i say it the the right way it'll have more weight to it and damn it i'm gonna be able to help people by doing this that's where you get when people go to the media instead of going to the police or you know going through the formal channels uh, uh, uh of making allegations and stuff but but damn, yeah, I mean, when it starts eating its own, all of a sudden, who, what kind of leaders do you have? Yeah, I know. 
it, it's it, who takes up that power vacuum, you know, when you got positive. So Ellen goes, you get, you get the other guy and he takes over. I mean, fuck. I mean, like we're not, well, not yeah, not necessarily like a power vacuum, but who do you, who do you look up to now? Exactly. If you take out these fucking heroes and then somebody else jumps in and there's a reason we're not talking about them to begin with. We're not talking about karaoke guy. We're talking about Ellen. You know what I mean? Like Ellen is right here, you know, other guy, he's like an up and comer, but he's not Ellen. You know what I mean? So you take out Ellen, you get this fucking guy, you know? So is he the new Ellen or is he going to be a lesser version? So I don't know. And then Joe Rogan gets taken out. Like that's where they're, I, see that coming man because they're taking out like, when they took out brian callen i was like it, i mean like you're not in that kind of circle but i'm just saying like like that guy was like you might as well have taken out joe rogan and, and like this whole podcasting thing isn't a thing without this motherfucker you know like i feel like joe rogan's taking some risks though but but they're not taking him out yeah i don't think they have anything on him that's solid oh, you know? dude i know otherwise I, they would have done it by now Right, or maybe he has. I mean, like, because that guy, I mean, like, you don't get, you don't become famous and not fuck around. I mean, if you're a dude, I mean, I mean, chicks, I don't know, but I mean, like, you get that power, you fucking well, look what happened to James Gunn, you know, that guy, too, you know, just dug up something from the past. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about fucking, obviously, but you know, just they took him out, he was out shit against the yeah. Republicans. He was, he was like. He started making a voice of himself. And he was getting power, though. He was getting badass. He made Cards of the Galaxy. I don't know what else, but, I mean, like, he was becoming a voice. So when he said, like, these Republican bullshit, meh, 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 meh. And then people were like, you know what? Fuck you. How dare you say this shit? Because you're, you're, you're no better. And then they pulled up some fucking tweet that was 10 years old. Even though he apologized for it before this. But see, but I, I don't think – I don't know – those people that dug up the tweet, it was more like a gotcha thing. It is. You know, I, I don't know how strongly they feel this way or that about they don't. his political views. I think it was more of like a, like a, we got something that can bring you down. It's sad too, because nobody knows who this person is. Like, I mean, yeah, we could look it up, but I don't give a fuck. Wow. Like, like, like the people who get these people, they're doing it in vain. They're just destroying people and then becoming nothing in the ether of fucking the cosmos. You know, they, you just took down somebody. And then it's cool because you're the person who did it. But nobody knows who you are. Like, uh, like uh, kind of like Troy, you know, like uh, no one's ever going to remember your name. You know, you, you did this <laughs> shitty fucking thing. No one's ever going to know you. And it's true. I don't know who's the person who got James Gunn, who's the fucking guy who got Kevin Spacey? Who's the guy who got Cosby? You know, these people, I don't know. I don't know who they are. And um, that's who, that's the story of you. You're the one who took out these, these heroes. You know, I'm not saying, I mean. Yeah, you're not defending any of them. I I'm got defending you. them, man. I mean, but Cosby did a lot of good for fucking humanity, you know. I, he did some bad shit, you know. But I don't know who the person is that took him down. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Martin Luther King did some shit too, but I don't know the people who reported any of this, you know, and then we just move on and uh, well, we've done it before. So I don't know what is going on. I think this is like the evolution of humans. Like we just like to take down heroes. It's a, it is, it, it's sensational, 
you know, and it it gets views, it gets attention. But like, but you're say it's you, say it's you, the person who took somebody out. No one's gonna know who you are ever. Well, here's what's the point of taking down Ellen DeGeneres? I know. Right? What does that do? I mean, who does that help? Who doesn't? It, I think there's an instinct that this is gonna make me famous, and it didn't. It didn't happen. Yeah, because I mean, there, there's there's got to be instances whistleblowers, right? You know, there's got to be instances where they're trying to stop something bad from happening. Now, was Ellen? I don't know, right? But I mean, was Ellen creating? I mean, a toxic work environment is just a place that sucks to work at, right? But but uh, was it toxic to the point where you were violating people's rights to work? You know, here's the trippy you- thing: it doesn't matter. Just that you said it was a toxic work environment, you could throw in sexual. You saw the the, the hashtag sexual, you know, misconduct. You could say racist conduct, and then it has nothing to do with her. You just had to had the word in there within the sentence: sexual, done. racist, done. It 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 just doesn't matter. And then like, um, I will never know who were the people who called these people out, and nor do I care, and nor nor will anyone else. It's just like, uh, that's just the way it is. I mean, people just want to take down these heroes. Like the Joe Biden sniffing thing? Yeah, I don't know who's pointing these shit (laughs) out, but that's all we see is Biden doing that. Have you seen him talk at all? Sounds old. I know, but I mean, like recently, have you ever seen him talk? He doesn't talk. You just see like a blurb of him saying something, but you're not seeing him talk. Like the last time I've heard him talk, he literally said, black people, if you're not voting for me, you're not black. That's the thing I've ever heard him say. They're not not letting him talk is the thing. It's weird, right? He's winning by keeping his mouth shut. And that's our president. Our president president that's going to be Trump is the guy who – is not saying anything and the only thing he does do is say whatever trump did i could do better that that's the guy but I, that's his like i watch his average still i think that's still better than what we got right now but that's his advertisement his advertisement isn't i could do this it's trump did this i'll do this so when trump is gone what are you gonna do well i don't know because there's no trump for me to say whatever he does i do better you could say, yeah, yeah, I did this, I did that. It, I mean, that that's going to get old fast, you know? I don't know, because, I mean, y- yeah, politicians are usually looking out for their own self-interest, right? They're trying to get elected again. But Trump went and put people in that just wanted to fucking clear the store out, you know? But he was doing something, though. That's the thing. He was just doing something. He was like, I'm going to do this, and he did it. Here you got a guy who is only working off a counter of another guy. He's not doing anything. He's just counter. Of an, in fact, it's so much as it's so bad that he's he's as vice president is basically whatever virtue I can get. Well, you know, Floyd died, so I need a black uh, female. Yeah, that's I kind of don't like that. You know, that, he's saying that. You know, anyway, he's not saying it. But that's no, he did say it. Well, his it was a press release from him, but yeah, they're saying it. They're uh, saying it. He's not. So you, I'd rather I'd rather they didn't say it. I'd rather it just happened. Yeah. 
without them saying way in advance that we've pretty much closed all doors to men and, and, and white people. You know what my prediction is? So elections are in November, right? I think that the trial for Floyd will be a catalyst. So say it's August. So August, September is going to happen. They're going to fucking make this guy innocent. The riots will go out of control. Fucking chaos. We'll lose cities. You know, millions die. And then they're going to be like, it's fucking Trump's fault. And that's how Biden gets in. <coughs> I mean, that's it. There's no other way around it. Fuck. It does seem like... It, it, it does depend on the timing. It's, it's so weird that all this shit's happening right before the election. We literally shut down the country right before election. Like, this Floyd guy dies, and, like, there's so much footage before him dying but that wasn't released until recently i mean just it's, it's just a bunch of little weird things that are happening all at once just as we're about to go hit election season and it's like a, a thing in which we're like oh it's trump's fault um trump's not helping things right i think most people are saying that i i, I don't i don't know that anybody that's been paying attention is saying Trump caused COVID nineteen. Holy shit! I Trump, think Trump caused racism, okay. right? It feels like Trump caused racism and COVID nineteen, even though he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, but but, like it. but fuck, man! If that dude didn't make things worse, there's nothing he could do. He just took the fucking hit for it. You know what's weird is so he comes out with the medication, right? And he's like, yeah, this medication fucking works. He should never have said that because now it's a thing in which I'm a doctor and I'm going to be like, who'd you vote for? Okay, yeah, then you should take this, you know? Well, who'd you vote for? Oh, you voted for Trump? Yeah, take this. This works. You know, like, that's not something that should be debated on the news. That should have been something science figured out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if science says, yeah, if you take this antiviral med, it kind of works. But instead it's like you voted Trump, you know, you're dumb. Well, the thing is, I mean, he kind of, he kind of politicized some of it, right? Because not that he said something, science said something else. And then he said, then he started attacking the scientists. Well, he's not the guy who prescribed himself that. You know what I mean? Like, he's the president of a sovereign nation of America. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're fucking Australia or fucking Zimbabwe. It's America. Somebody said, hey, this shit's going to work. And he took it, and he's like, this shit's working. And he's like, hey, look. And he's like just a guy's guy. He's like, look, this shit's working, <laughs> right? Because people told me this shit. And then people are like, oh, fuck this piece of shit. How dare he? This guy doesn't know shit. I mean, why is he stupid at one point, but he's not stupid at another? He's just repeating shit that he heard, you know, from other people who are at the top. So then it became a thing. Uh, I Okay. I'll, I mean, I, I, I'll kind of accept that some people go against them just because he said something. Right. But why, where is he getting his info? Is It's not like he's pulling it out of the fucking ether. It's not like he's taking pills because he just wants to take pills. 
someone had to prescribe that and somebody had to explain it to him. He is the president of the United States. So you couldn't just say, hey, if you eat this Twinkie, you're going to be healthy, right? You'd have to have some kind of fucking knowledge. Well, we don't know if he was really taking hydroxy anyways. He could have said he was taking it, but not really taking it. I'm pretty sure that that would be a thing. That's like, that's like you know, oh, yeah, come, come sign on on this reverse mortgage. You know the motherfuckers ain't doing reverse mortgages themselves. I hear you, but there's no way on this earth that the president takes a medication and you don't know about it. It, that's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. If it's you, you can take whatever you want, and I don't need to know, but not the president of a sovereign nation. If, if, if he takes something, somebody's going to say something and be like, he's not taking this shit, or he's taking this shit. Either way, someone's going to say something. It's not like he's like some guy in the shadows. He's out there in the open. He's exposed. Anything he takes or, and lies, it's going to be exposed, period. I don't think so, dude. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think so. I think... No way I, prove it then. If I don't know that he really took hydroxy. <laughs> no. I, mean, I, I think no. he just said it. There's no way. People up. There's no way he can just, like, take a medication. Like, lie and say that he took a medication. Not because it, he's, like, some covert assassin or some shit like that. Someone would have said something. For him to get something... He can't even own a cell phone. That's a thing. Even Obama said it. He can't even own a cell phone, let alone take his own medication. Somebody gives him this shit, period. There would be a doctor who said, I never prescribed him that. He's never taken that medication. Somebody would have said something. No, his doctors, have, his current doctors haven't spoken up. Neither have his former ones. And I don't think they'd be allowed to. They'd probably lose their fucking license. Uh, they would have said something. Not his personal positions. At least not yet. Not until later. I don't think he's lying about that medication. There'd be no, there's no gain. I'm open to the possibility of him lying. I'm also open to him, to the possibility of him kind of compelling the doctors to tell him, hey, you know what? Give me this shit. What would be his gain? Like, he's not a genius. Dude, this guy's not. Because he had been talking it up before he started taking it. Unless he has like some significant stock option to it, there's no gain to it. He's taking it because someone told him to take we it. We don't know that either. We're always learning shit. We just found out that he had asked a fucking American diplomat to try and press the British to move the British Open to one of his golf courses. Through a sentence, through sentences of what you're saying, you can manipulate whatever. Well, we're talking about taking medication. This has nothing to do with. Hey, you know what'd be cool is if we had this here or some bullshit like that. This is, he said, dude, this guy has no medical background, nothing. Right. For him to fucking say, take, I didn't even know this medication existed until he said it. He was like, yeah, this fucking shit works. Dude, dude, somebody told him that. Like the UV light, the UV light, when he says, yeah, man, COVID-19, you know, UV light fucking works on it. He is correct. Okay, he's also telling every yeah yeah he's correct. He's, but he's also telling everybody to take the Z packs along with the hydrochloricin, yeah, uh, hydroxy. He's not the guy to come up with the shit. He is not that guy. He is the guy who hears shit and then says shit. Somebody's telling him that. I I I would agree. Somebody else that probably does have an interest. And no no, 
that knows something. I mean, that's a real thing to take an antibiotic with an antiviral medication. In yeah, this- you want to put the entire country on antibiotics? Yeah, no, that's not what he was doing. What he was doing is parroting. And he does no. all the time. He's not, he's not trying to do shit. He's just parroting what people tell him. That is, that is a, that's his fucking MO. People tell him shit and then he says shit. And then like this, a weird fucking thing is happening with you and a lot of like woke people is he's smart at one point and manipulative and then he's stupid at another. It's, it's one or the other. You just can't be like, you know what? This guy's fucking a master genius, or no, he's an idiot. No, this, I'm not saying he's a. I'm not saying he he either does or doesn't know his shit about no strategy here. Medicine, it's the he he's using it as a political tool. No, because because nobody had an answer, and he came up with an answer. It 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 it, it goes back to that old school playbook of when nobody is hearing an answer for something, they'll go to the first person that does offer a reprieve. I agree, but he's. And, something that somebody else told him and everyone's making it a thing in which yeah but he's got he's the president of the united states he should have the responsibility of making sure that this thing that he's gonna parrot has been vetted and verified and and that is in fact a solution that that here lies the problem so he said something and then rather than try to figure out whether or not he's right we're literally having a mass censorship thing where it's like any video that says something about let's take hydrochloroquine or whatever the fuck uh, that gets censored right off the bat because it's called misinformation, false report. I have Facebook. Not right off the bat. Not right off the bat. It's out in the open. Those things have been out in the open. They've been vetted. And it's like, you know what? This is just blatant falsehoods. And it's not the ones about hydroxy. It's the have, other one. Have you ever Googled it? Hydroxychloroquine? Yeah. Have you, if, you, if you actually Googled it, it's weird. It gets weird. It's articles that are now that dispute these are all false negatives and this, that. And then when you read the report, it's really based off of some one study where it's like that. Then you get, if you, if you go to Snopes or, or DuckDuckGo, like, like a different search engine, and then you go further back before March, before he even said anything, you can actually find studies where it's like, this shit kind of works. Now I'm not a fucking scientist here, nor do I give a shit. I'm just saying that it gets kind of fucking weird where, because he said something created a catalyst for negative information on this in the sense that this is what should happen. This works. Okay. And then you have, you know, half people saying, no, it doesn't work or half not, not completely. It doesn't work yet. He's still repeating this shit. Why is he repeating this shit? If it's not real, it's because someone is telling him that it's fucking real. He'd already doubled down. He'd already, he's, he had already said it and he's not going to go back because that's not what he does. Yes, he does go back on it. He really does go back on a lot of things. He'll without admitting that he's going back on something. Exactly. So eventually you would have had him say something to the effect of this shit ain't working. This shit's, I never took it. He would have, he would have literally said that's how he works. That is his MO. One plus one is three. And then it gets to a point. I never said one plus one is three. It's one plus one is two. He's never done that. He's sticking to his guns. Do you know why he's sticking to his guns? Somebody is telling him this shit. I don't know who, but somebody's telling him. And I'm not saying that this shit works or it doesn't work. It's just that a thing where some doctors are actually prescribing this shit. So if doctors are prescribing this shit, this must be a thing. Because doctors will describe, will prescribe painkillers just to do it. Well, what he should have said, we're going to look more at the, this correlation between hydroxychloroquine uh, 
use among like uh, was it lupus, lupus patients, and uh, and as an anti-malarial drug, you know what are the reasons for the lower incidences or the lower uh, uh, um, severe cases of COVID-19 in people that are taking this drug? Is it because of the drug or is it because of a combination of things that are being used to treat, you know, whatever is, is accompanying, you know, lupus and, and, and malaria? What is, what, why does this seem to be working in this situation rather than just saying it's working here, everybody should be taking it? That's what a leader does. No. Yes. No, dude. That is what a leader does. I a mean, leader does that once they know. Uh-uh. A leader does that once they know a leader does that. Mm-mm. All right. So here you are. You are the president. I am a doctor. You're going to listen to me because I'm a doctor, right? I'm, this is figuratively, right? I prescribe something to you. It fucking works for you. You're, a do- you're not a doctor. I am. You know, I, I'm not just any doctor. I'm, I'm the doctor to you because you're the president. I gave you shit. It works. You know this shit's the thing. Now, you're in a crisis situation. You got to – if you're a leader in a leader position, you're not going to just be like, well, we need to figure some shit out. No, you go, this is what we're doing. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't know that it works fully. No, no, no. It, 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 so far, I haven't gotten sick. No, that's but it, it might not be because of the hydroxy. It might not be because of this thing that it's like trying to, to prove a negative. You also don't know unless I go and I lick a doorknob or something or I inject COVID 19 into my body while I'm taking this drug. There's no way to know. You're the president of the fucking free country, like the most powerful person in the world. And the doctor to you says, This is what we're doing. That's why I doubt that he really took it. <laughs> Dude, you don't just say shit, and then like at that level, without someone telling this guy does UV radiation is a study that happened. Okay. Yeah, that that one that one makes sense. That and one that UV radiation is a study that happened, and then he regurgitated that shit. Like you couldn't come up with two things. You couldn't just make up hydrochloroquine. That's not a thing you make up. That's UV radiation isn't a thing you. That's something you hear. And pair it out. That as a president, it's like that shit wouldn't have got to him if he. he this guy is watching Fox News about himself. It, it's because it, hydroxy was one of the first things that came out as a possible solution, and he grabbed it and ran with it. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the problem. He was prescribed it. That's how he. No, that didn't come. He didn't admit to taking it until like two months after the motherfucker started talking about it. No. Then he said, was, then that was when he let slip, oh, oh yeah, I take it. It was. He goes, oh, I've been taking it for a couple weeks now. And it just, yeah. it just sounds like a fucking lie when he's saying it. No, he had a cough and people were trying to push that he had COVID-19. That was a thing. It was like uh, the Scarlet Letter. They were trying to say who had COVID-19 within the government. So a bunch of Republicans were getting it. It was a weird thing. And so he got it. He had a cough. He didn't have COVID-19. But he was tested. And it was a thing where, oh, he's not tested. He's been tested. And it was a weird thing, right? Then finally he gets this medication, hydrochloroquine. This fucking guy doesn't know shit. He's just saying shit that people give him. And, like, I, I could see it. Like, here I am, the fucking president, and you're telling me this shit. You wouldn't lie to me because I'm the fucking president, 
right? I'll be like, is this guy fucking for real? Okay, well, fuck. Same thing with the UV radiation. That wasn't. A- I, I don't know what you're trying to get at, Kev. Are you trying to say? Are you, Are you trying to defend him pushing hydrochloroquine? Uh, in a kind of sounds like it. In a kind of way. In a kind of way, because he is the president. So for knowledge to get to say, okay, I'm saying that this guy works like this. One plus one is three. That's how he is. Then the mathematician tells him, hey, no, 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 it's one plus one is two. He's like, okay, one plus one is two. He'll say that. And then people eat him alive and say, oh, he doesn't know math. He doesn't know what he's doing. But he's just repeating shit people tell him. So like, and like, like the level of saying UV radiation fucking works on this thing. That's not something he just pulled out of the fucking ether. Like he couldn't have guessed that. He's not that guy. He's what he, what he is, is this. Tell me. Okay. Boom. And that's what he does. And then he goes, look, I'm so fucking, and he pats himself on the back. I'm so smart. Cause fucking, I know shit, but he doesn't know shit. He doesn't know anything. What he does is repeat whatever people tell him. Now, my, my big issue here is the hydrochloroquine. That's a thing where it needs more work, but because he said something, cause someone gave it to him, it's not going to go through the right process. It's just not because you pray to God, he doesn't say cancer is a bad thing. That's where I'm at. Because if uh, you know what bad thing, people are going to go the opposite. No, because peer review, you know, when, when doctors do studies, all of that is vetted. And everybody wants to be the first one to figure something out. Yeah. And then they vet the shit out of it to the point where if it's, if it's accurate, it's accurate. And it'll come out that it's accurate. That's wrong. Um, That's wrong. That's wrong because you you think that studies work like this studies, boom, done. This is that's not what I'm saying. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is there are probably studies that need to have been done, but they won't be done because of this. Eh, No, there's always going to be somebody that that's going to tackle it to try to disprove it, but then end up proving it. Can't they have to publish their shit because the, you know, people paid for it. No, that's not how studies work. You can only publish a study that's vetted and then it's proved. No, you can publish whatever you want. I'm a failed that's how peer that's how peer review works, dude. You publish it oh, and you, then and then other people go in and they savage it you if can, they can. You cannot you can that's a thing that I wanted ten years ago is studies to be published that were wrong. Any study that's wrong should be published and it should be on a like an internet kind of thing. But that, for some reason, I don't know why, but if it's a study that fails, it can't be published. But if it's a peer-reviewed well, study that passes, in a way, you can, you, can, you can do that. In fact, there's – You have to publish to be peer-reviewed. That's, that, that's, that's the idea. Peer review is not a formal process. No, peer review is not a the, – the idea of peer review is that you publish something, and then your peers check it out. They review it. And then they call you out on your shit. And then you have that discussion in medical journals and, and now blogs and emails and stuff. You would. <laughs> yeah, peer review is not a formal thing. There's a group of people. There's three. A group of people that had peer-reviewed studies that. That what you got cut out? That what? Wait, give me a second. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. There's, these, there's a group of uh, scientists, right? And they were trying to prove that that academia got hijacked by the woke crowd. And so what they did was they, they, they created fake studies, you know, of, um, you know, dog rape is real, things like that. And of the, of the, of the fucking studies that were fake, three of them got approved and then published because 
it 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 coincide with academia's like um thought process you know what i mean like so what is the accepted thing one plus one is two so you can do a study that goes that way now say you're trying to prove one plus one is three that's not going to get through because the group of people are like no 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 fuck that that's not going through the committee but the committee is only accepting woke things again again um there's no formal peer review process Mm -mm. there's no formal will not be acknowledging process and the people that probably that they gave the study to peer review those are people that they pick before they go ahead and publish it out loud. So publishing is you finally saying like hitting, hitting publish on an internet website to share it with the world. That's what it means to publish here somewhere for other people to see. I would equate it to something you understand. So you have YouTube, right? There are other versions of YouTube, like say boo tube or cuckoo tube or something like that. Well, we're not on there. We're on YouTube, right? That's the main one. You might as well publish your video on BooBooTube or TacoTube. That it's like as if you're screaming at the walls. The real, the real guy is YouTube. The science, it's like some science journal or whatever the fuck. Anyone worth their merit is on this fucking thing, right? And that's the reality. What happened? That's not formal either. That's not that's not a formal thing. That's just hey, you know what? You want to get into our journal? We want you to have something peer reviewed before you come into our journal. And that's where Again, I'm. Getting, that's that's an editing thing. That's like a newspaper thing. But that's what I'm getting at. Like we like just as YouTube can censor out um, this hydrochloroquine study, they could do that. Right. That because they could say it's spreading misinformation. They can say whatever the fuck they want, really. But then like flat Earth, that's everywhere. Flat Earth can go everywhere. You want to build a rocket that kills yourself to, to discover Flat Earth? Go for it. Fucking do it. But for some reason here, we just draw the line because it's political. That's what YouTube can do. Science journals can do that too as well. You can prove that this medication is – it worked. But we won't let it because the red man said, you know what? He tried it. It's not like he just made that up. He just came up with it. No, somebody persuaded. Well, somebody told. I agree. Somebody told him, and then he, he just heard it from somewhere, and he fucking went with it, and he ran with it. The person who prescribed that and the person who did that didn't just fucking decide. You know what? I'm gonna fuck well, it. It's because people said that we need to study this more, and then he attacked them. He turned it into a political thing, not anybody else. Yeah, no, I agree. He turned it into a political weapon, but regardless. You know? There is a medication out there that needs studies, and all you're getting is the studies that failed in that respect. And you, trust me when I say this, it could be a thing in which I go, we got 100 people? Yeah, we studied. It, it doesn't work. Like Just like, like dog rape is real in parks, you know, how misogynistic dogs are raping. You know what I mean? Like That's, that's such a fake fucking thing. You can do that as well with this fucking thing. And it, it, I'm just saying like, this guy who came up with this hydrochloroquine, I mean, he came up with UV light and everyone shat on him for it. And I'm like, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at in science. This shouldn't be where Trump says it. In fact, if there, if there's, there's studies and there is, there is studies on this. I, when I go to Google a fucking study, I should immediately see the other studies, but I don't. What I see is studies are like, this shit failed, this shit Well, there's algorithms and shit too, you know, what are people seeing? But it's a thing though. But like if you go to another search engine that is kind of like, I guess like, you know, up in the air. Because they they don't have their their foot in the door. 
So they have nothing to gain or lose. So they're just like, whatever. Like, then they, they start posting up the other uh, articles when you go to look. You're not searching how this worked. You search how does... Well, I mean, I will say this. I mean, hydroxy has been used for a long time uh, in the military when they go and serve in Africa. And uh-huh. like so, I mean, we kind of already do have a lot of data on it. It is real that you would take a antiviral with an antibiotic. That's a real thing. You would do that for a secondary infection. What his goal was to say is, hey, man, this shit worked for me. I mean, that's what this shit is. Somebody prescribed it to him and said, this, this shit works. Well, we don't know that it worked for him either. I don't know either. And that's where I'm getting at. Like, the science should dictate whether or not this is a thing. It should be taken out of the conversation. In fact, it isn't. It's been politicized. And you say he did, say he did it. I don't give a fuck. What happens is we're taking science out of the equation. And now it's getting weird because there's science that's backing up whatever fucking opposing point that you have. So if fucking guy said he should do this, say cancer is bad. Well, I mean, even his own task force isn't fully behind him on hydroxy, though. I don't care. I want him to say cancer is bad. I really do. I want him to test the waters. Say cancer is bad. Say child rape is bad. And I want to see what happens. Because he really should test this out. Because when he said that this works... It shouldn't have been an argument. It should have been studies and then some. Not opposing to what he said. Because there's a reason why doctors are... Well, that's the other thing, dude. He doesn't have the confidence of the nation, you know? He's... No, no, of course not. Fuck. Would you? I don't. I don't. He's a terrible leader. He's a terrible leader. He and is that, the oldest. And that, that's, that's kind of the situation, I mean... But science should stay out of this. That, that's kind of a situation that, that, that we find ourselves, you know, as, as teachers in. It's just if our kids don't trust us, even if we give them good advice, they're not going to take it. Uh, that's true. You know? And so it, it, it's a failure of leadership because he's there's been saying so many wrong things for so long that, you know, even if there's an ounce of truth to it, you're right. There's an automatic pushback. But they're, I mean, they're not for me because you know I, I mean I, I I would I would rather trust you know the medical community to, to make the decision, but but uh, your doctor should make the decision whether or not you take that pill or not. Well, I think he should be backing off on attacking people that are willing to vet it because I think it just all it does is antagonize people even more. Well, fuck him and the horse he rode in on. It shouldn't be he can attack or not attack. Science should dictate everything. If he said, hey, we should attack these people who think Earth is not flat, I mean, it doesn't fucking matter because it's science. Science doesn't give a fuck whether or not, but he's created a situation where people are backing up the opposite of what he's saying, you know? And I I really do think that if a doctor is willing to prescribe a medication like this in in hopes of defeating this, I mean, I worked with a lot of doctors. They're not just going to do that. Right. You addicted to painkillers because it's just easier. But they well, that's where my that's where my doubt that he even took it came in comes in because I. But they wouldn't have said it though. He would not have known about it. There's nothing. There's no way he would know about it unless he got it prescribed. Or some. Yeah. No. He could have said, "Okay, guys, I want every fucking possible you know drug or cure on my desk now." Yeah. You know. And then they oh, we got hydroxychloric. Okay, good. I'm gonna give him that because. 
fucking, you know, the person that comes up with the first answer is the one that everyone's going to follow. Dude, there's hundreds and hundreds of other fucking medications he could have took and went with it. But he cho- he landed on that. And the reason he landed on that is because somebody said something. In fact, normal doctor well, because our military takes it when, you know, as, as a precaution. Yeah, but our, our normal doctor would not have fucking prescribed that. A normal doctor would not have prescribed it unless it fucking worked. I mean, that's how they work. Or they're, at least if it didn't hurt. They're not working off of, um, like, what's the easiest? Actually, that is what they're doing. They're, what's the easiest fucking thing that works? This worked. I'm doing it. This, I don't know that they – I wouldn't be surprised if later on we find out that he had a fucking stake in, you know, people that make hydroxy. Dude, if that's the case, he'd go to jail for that one after, after, after he gets out. Or his kids, or his kids are going to make money off of it or something. That's true, too. But this, is that a stock that went up? I didn't look. I, I did not even bother to look. But I have to say, though, when it comes to teachers, though, even if the, t- the student doesn't – trust you i mean if the teacher says don't eat broken glass the fucking student isn't gonna just fucking do that you know i mean science dictates yeah but i could tell a kid you know hey uh you know you come in after school i'll help you out and they'll they won't do it yeah i'll tell them i need you to come in after school for about 20 minutes because you know i can help you get 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 a couple things done retake some quizzes or something and get you from uh you know a d to a c or from an f to a d you know, and, and I don't have to give them those 20 minutes. Usually I'm not paid for those 20 minutes, but I'm offering them the opportunity to come in and, and get some work in. I don't think that's applicable to like the president of the United States. I really do think though, to, to prove you and I right or wrong, I really do want him to say uh, pedophilia is wrong <laughs> and just see where it goes. Say, if they say something super obvious, something obvious, right? I mean, like to say pedophilia is wrong or um, let's, cancer is bad. I, I want to well, say he does say obvious things, though. He says, you know, this this virus will eventually go away. Yeah, you're right. That is something that it will eventually go away. It's but a- he's talking. He's talking like me and you. No, me and you know this is eventually going to go away. This is eventually going to be in the past. But we're not in the position to make the decisions to make this fucking thing go away. I read an, a headline that said that. It said, he said that it's going away. It was used as a pejorative, though. The headline says that, but then when you read the article, it's, it's a slam against him. How dare he say that because it might be here forever. That kind of thing. Because the who did say that. Yeah, that's stupid. That who, I mean, the, you know what I mean? Like, like no matter what he says, it's going to get turned against him because the, the who did say this, sh- even before this fucking happened, even Fauci said this shit's here to stay. And he's right. That's just the way it is. COVID-19 will be here forever. That's, that's the new flu that is here forever. That's the way it's going to be. And then for him to say, yeah, yeah shit's going to go away. And he, what he meant was like, there, this time in our lives, the problem will, of it is eventually going to go away. Yeah, yeah. Headline was used against him as turned out. Oh, this piece of shit thinks he knows what he's talking about. And reality- well, I mean, I, I'm using it against them as you can't. You're the leader of the free world. You can't talk and just hope that it's going to go away, just like everybody else. There's nothing. He's lived as, he's lived as a civilian, you know, just making money his whole life. Yeah. Um. And, and trusted that, you know, the bigger shit going on over his head was going to be taken care of by a good government, Republican or Democrat. You know, people 
mostly looking out for themselves, but also trying to keep the system in place because no system know them, right? Dude, there's no winning for this guy. He really should step aside. He should retire. <laughs> yeah, he should no, because, like, I mean. I feel better. I feel better when the fucking homophobic vice president is out there because he sounds measured. He seems like he's, he's deliberately trying to, you know, talk to his people and then come up with some kind of common message and solution and strategy going forward. And Trump just sounds like he's spitballing and covering his ass. That's, that's exactly what he's doing. He's just saying whatever people tell him. And that's the thing that gets me is when people are like, oh, yeah, he's such a bullshitter. Dude, motherfucker is just saying whatever anyone is telling him because he doesn't give a fuck. And like, what happens is people are like, oh, yeah, Trump's saying this. Trump's, saying, Trump's not saying shit. What you should do is shit on the people who are talking to him. Yeah. yeah. That's all he's doing. And, like, that's it. That's it. He's a terrible leader. Uh, in the but sense, he does, but the thing is, he does have people that are telling him the right things, and he's ignoring them. So he still bears responsibility, not just for you know, the, not he can't be just like oh the gullible guy who's repeating shit that people told him, but for picking the people that he's deciding to follow and for picking the messages that he's deciding to propagate. He, he picks people. That's one thing. But the people that are telling him shit are literally, and then this is one thing that's to Trump's. Um, uh, good. I don't. I, I lost the word, but like, good thing for Trump. He picks people that he think is the best. It's not like he's like a terrible person. He's like, oh, he's like, what? Uh, who's the best? This? Okay, let's get this guy. And then that guy's talking to him and saying, hey, let's do this. Okay. And then that's what he is. If anything, he's just you know, repeating what other people say. You know, like like you would hope that the leader would hear and take in advice and then just. Uh, choose what's right and what's wrong when reality is he's just repeating whatever the fuck everyone else is saying and he thinks that these are the best people because they probably on paper are the best and because i don't think this guy is looking at a person and be like you know what you're a good I, i'm a good judge of character this is it no he's getting he gets a resume he's like good to go that's what i want or he's probably got a guy who tells him this is a good guy and he's just like I know, I know Carl. Carl's a good guy. He knows what's up. Yeah, this guy. There's nothing there. There's nothing there to be like. I'm a great leader. It's somebody's telling him something, and he's just going with it. I'm not saying that he's like a like a puppet for some fucking shadow government. I'm just saying that he just got people around him, and he's making decisions based off of that. Yeah, but he's picking the he's picking the people, and he's picking the he's picking the messages. Oh, I agree, and I think that there's people there that are picking for him. In that sense, yeah. No, he's picking, dude. No, he's no. picking. He's picking. Why? What, how is he picking? Because he's not like magical. He's deciding. Okay, this. These are the people Mark. that kind of sound like the ones that you know that sound like my base, and they'll probably get me elected. Look what he did. I am happy to inform all of you living, all of you people living their suburban lifestyle dream, that you will no longer be bothered or financially hurt by having low-income housing built in your neighborhood. Your housing prices will go up based on the market and crime will go down. I have rescinded the Obama-Biden AFFH rule. In other words, he's, he's kind of getting rid of that, that, uh, that uh, uh, low-income housing where people could, could move into affluent neighborhoods because there was low-income parts of it there. He, and he's trying to say that Put there's it. no way to have low-income people in your place because low-income people are just going to bring crime. 
no, no. See, you're overthinking it. Put him in a room and ask him if that ever existed. He would not have known that. Would he? You're right. You're right. But so, he decided to roll with it. He still made the decision to go with it. Because people are telling him. He's but like, people are telling him the other thing too. People are also telling him, hey, man, uh, it is possible for a black family to move into a neighborhood well, and dude, for the neighborhood to not go to shit. If I get a black belt telling me one thing and a white belt telling me another, I'm going with the black belt. I, only because I don't but think – both, But there's black belts on both sides. Oh, I doubt that. I think that he's going by the resume. I guarantee he's looking That's at good resumes on both sides, Kev. The thing is, you, but, you're telling me that there's that, that one side, he's, he, he, he has – Fully competent people on a Republican side or, or a racist side, you know, not Republican necessarily, but racist because that's where this fucking tweet is coming from. And then and he and he has competent people on the other side and he's just totally deciding to not listen to them. Dude, I doubt I doubt that. I think and he's picking by he's picking this side because it doesn't jive. This other side doesn't jive with his view. He's making the choice to listen to the shit that's coming from this side and to ignore the shit that's coming from this side. The he way is radicalizing himself. Your point of view. Your point of view is thinking there's equal sides around him. I think literally he's like, I got a group of people and I'm only listening to them. He and picked those people. Yeah, based off of other people telling him these are good shit. Oh, okay, I used to be a Democrat. I have a good story for you. I have a good story for you. Okay. So Kim Kardashian with this one, <coughs> this uh, not Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Kim Kardashian. Um, one of the one of them, uh, the, the one of the females of the Trumps, um, his daughter or something like that. They were working, yeah, yeah. There you go, Ivanka. Yeah, there was a writer who who came in to write some kind of a thing. Uh, like an autobiography of the Trumps, right? Right, and so she goes through this whole fucking thing about this is my family, this is what we do, this is what we're all about. This is a writer who's anti-Trump. Okay, so he's like, okay, okay, cool, all right. So he's there to observe. So there's a guy who comes in. This is before he's president. There's a guy who comes in New York, right? And it's some kind of a, it's it's some kind of a contract, right? And so Trump's asking questions, right? And he's trying to get the best price. Now, he's not asking questions that are intelligent. He's just trying to get the best deal out of this fucking guy. And they fucking hammer this fucking guy down. And um, eventually, it just didn't work out, and he got rid of the guy. And then so he waited to, to the next guy came in and gave him the price that he wanted, okay? So the writer's like, this is what I saw, right? So writes it down. That makes him look bad. So, the, the Ivanka, because he has this cabal of people, Ivanka's okay. looking at this fucking thing and says, "Hey, man, this looks up, makes us look bad." The guy says, "That's what happened." And then the guy's all, and then she's like, "But I don't think you're understanding what we want you to see," and like trying to point him to a positive light. And the guy's all like. Well, I mean, you, you you berated this guy until he fucking gave you the price, but he didn't give you the price. So you got rid of him and got another guy. So he gave you the price, you know? And she's all like, it's not working out. I think this is great, but I don't think we have, the, you, you're getting the message. So basically what this guy does is I want to make myself look good, ego. And everyone around him is, 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 is all about that kind of image. So it's not like a, an intelligence thing. It's not intelligence at all. He has no questions, no answers, nothing. He has no intelligence. 
what he does is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to look good. Okay, why dare do that? Yeah, well, I want to do that. The hydrochloroquine wasn't a thing where it was like, I'm going to be smart. No, it's this fucking guy said that he made me look good. Let's do this, and then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that was a good idea. It didn't work out. So I mean, like. That's who he is. He's a guy who doesn't have any intelligence at all. He just repeats whatever. The people he hires are not even the people that are the best of the job. They're just the ones that make him look good. You know, it's not like he's thinking of anything. And like, then you got to think to yourself, the people that are around him, are they really, are, they have to have done something to get to there. Like, either the best of their field. And so, like, he doesn't have counterpoints. It's not a counterpoint kind of fucking system. It's one way. So, if you have, like, a guy, black belted, fucking, you take hydrochloroquine and then a counter. He doesn't have the counter. He just has whatever makes this guy look good. That's it. That's the way he works. That's it. He's had people around him that try to give him the alternative views, though. But that that make him look good. That's the key. Well, and he got rid of Kelly because Kelly was his chief of staff, that general. Because um, Kelly kept trying to counter him. Yeah, that, that's the point. And John they, Bolton John Bolton looked like John Bolton was also trying to counter him too. That guy's a fucking asshole too. But, but that's all he is. He's All he is is whoever makes him look good. And there's something to be said there. It's not like to, to, to stay in there with the wolves, you got to do something. You got to be good at something. I, I would agree it's to make him look good because, again, nobody had an answer and he found something or somebody found something for him that looked like it could be an answer. Youngest of the wolves, though. That's the thing. If you had a guy who said, No, I don't think that's going to work, then you had another guy, Oh, I think it's going to work. The, the two wolves battled, okay? And the wolf that won had to have had something, right? It was, like I said, he doesn't fucking know. What he did was choose who made him look good. Well, he got, I mean, he, I, I think he got manipulated, probably. Still oh. don't think he took hydroxy. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think he's a good leader. I just think he just chooses skewing towards who makes him look good. But the problem with that is who's winning these wars around him. I don't think it's a thing where he's like, you know what, I'm choosing because I'm such a genius. No, it's, I'm an idiot. I'm choosing who's the best. And if two people, guy A, who is like an A-type pers- A personality, and a guy B, who's a B-type personality, they have the same accolades, I'm choosing A. Well, I think, I think you're right that he's choosing the people that are going to make him look the best. I agree. To his base. Not even his base. I think it's to what he looks good. Or to what he thinks is what most of the country wants. Yeah. But, I mean, again, he's in a bubble. He doesn't really know what most of the country is, right? I, I but, have a but, he doesn't care if he wins or not. He just wants to look good doing it. Yes. I, I would agree with that. In fact, I don't even think he wanted to win. I think he just wanted to look I good. would agree with that, too. And, then the, and when people are coming after him, they really should be coming after the people that are around him. The win- well, because back then he he want, he picked he picked really good people around in, in his campaign, Roger Stone, yeah, like Paul Manafort, people, uh, uh, 
Ah, oh, who's that other fucker? But no, there's people who are telling him. Like, I, I seriously, okay, before Roger Stone existed, right? You put him in a room and put a gun to his head and said, and, and threatened Baron too, his little kid, and say, who, name a person who's good at this. He would not know. Somebody, not somebody like, like a shadow government, people around him, <laughs> he just surrounds himself with people that, that tell him shit. And he just makes those decisions in the sense that, yeah, well, fucking Bob said this guy's good, so I'm going to pick Bob. That's it. Like, everything he is is people around him. And it, it's just a, a perpetual loop. It's like, well, the, the thing is, I mean, when you, say, when you say that he picks people to put around him that make him look good, it's because most of his salesmanship was based on perception. Oh, you know, yeah. he, was able, he was able to trick the banks into yeah. perceiving him as a success and you know, you, as a billionaire. Yeah. So they gave him money. Yeah. You know, and then he flipped that to yep. get magazines to perceive that he was successful because he was able to do all these things. And then he yeah. was able to, if it ain't, uh, don't fix it. Yeah. It makes sense. Right. I mean, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't work in government because it's not sales. I agree. Politics is sales politics. Yes. You know, you want to keep your job. You can do that, you know, but, but if you actually want to run a country efficiently and successfully, you can't. I agree. I agree. I think, I think it's a thing in which he, he's trying to run the country like a business and this experiment as running a country as a business did not work. Well, you, you can run the, com- the country like a business, but he wasn't, he never had a business where he successfully created a product and sold it aside from his name. He, you know, so it's, it's weird. He, it's not like Apple, like a licensing business, which yeah. is, which is not well, it's, a it's a different product there's there's success in a business as say a product but his product is his name steve jobs did the same fucking thing he created shitty job after shitty thing after yes. thing okay. created himself as a good like he didn't make ipod apple became yeah. the thing yeah. yeah it just got there and like he eventually got there and, and same thing with trump trump was doing the same thing these these characters that do this create a certain avenue and then create who they are the problem is he went for president you know and he was trying to run the president presidency like steve Same Jobs. way yeah any fucking guy henry ford any guy who fucking did this would run the same fucking way and i have to say we have learned the experience I, I hope that we don't create a system in a thought process that it's it's the person no 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 it's it's the design of it any fucking um winner like in industry would create the same scenario, I think, because Trump is a good innovator. If if he hadn't become president, he would have probably created the next thing that, and then he would be like, oh yeah, see, that's my thing. I fucking, I'm so smart. I'm so smart. Steve Jobs was the same fucking thing. I'm just saying, like, I think the experiment here is this doesn't work. This kind of guy doesn't work. You know, works as an Obama or a Bush, like the kind well, of a, a politician. Kind of reminds me, um, I had heard this, I never knew this, right? But, but you know, I just typed it up right now to just to kind of confirm it. I love so when you Albert t- Einstein, mm-hmm. right? Super smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was offered the presidency of Israel in 1952. Oh, yeah. But he turned it down. Okay. Right? Because he, he understood, yeah, okay, I'm smart in physics, but I don't know shit about politics. That's not my realm. You know, running a country is not the thing that I'm good at. Okay. 
And so, you know, Donald Trump really good at licensing his name, you know, beefing himself up to, to, to get people to perceive that he was successful, you know, in a, in a certain way. I mean, yes, he was successful at making people think he was successful, you know, um, but presidency was a job outside of that realm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Running a country was, was is not the same as running Trump Tower and trying to just get people to pay you money to put your name on their buildings. I have a theory. I have a theory of this. Like if if this didn't work, the Trump experiment did not work. It just didn't. We know that it's not just Trump. It's the concept of him. It's a guy who created a, a superior product and it, it just fucking fails when he's president. If Steve, I have a theory. If Steve Jobs was to do this because he did the same exact thing that Trump did, you know, lied until he made it. He, he fucking faked it until he made it. This would have been the same fucking thing. Yeah. In fact, when you hear stories of Trump, you hear the same stories of Steve Jobs, you know, but Steve Jobs changed the fucking world. I think that Trump was supposed to not hopefully not, we, not through the presidency. I hope that we learn from this mistake. And when you say Albert Einstein, I have to say that experiment hasn't been played out. Who knows if a scientist, the guy who says, maybe I shouldn't be president. Maybe you should. Maybe you're that guy. Maybe you're the guy. Maybe you. Yeah, the fact that he turned it down. Maybe he was the guy. I think that we should experiment more. I hope that people realize it's not so much as Trump, and that's why this failed. It's not you personify it through a person. You, you what works? What, what really works? It seems like a politician works. Bush wasn't that bright, but he was. It fucking worked, right? You did eight years. Obama, he was a politician. It fucking worked right in the sense that he he did eight years i mean this trump thing has divided the nation completely and i think the reason is is we're not understanding we're, we're personifying it we're, we're taking the man and saying this is what he is and this is this is why it's like this no 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 no. we have to understand the type the type of the person is you fake it till you make it and it's funny too because america earned this shit because America is fake it till you make it, right? We're capitalists, right? We really have to just kind of fucking kill each other until we get to a place, you know? So, I mean, maybe that is a thing. And maybe hopefully we learn from it. Hopefully someone's listening to our podcast and learns from what we're saying. I think the experiment of Trump did not work. And we will have another Trump if we if we don't understand that it's not him. It's, it's the fucking... It's the type. Yeah, because it's not I'm not I'm not like anti-Republican. You know, you mentioned Bush. He served two terms. And I don't think it's because the country was stupid. I think it was just, you know, he spoke for a bulk of the country, you know. Yeah. And you know uh, weird is there was a war, you know, like we went we elected him after 9-11. So you have to think to yourself, no, we elected him before and then re-elected him after 9-11. Exactly. That, that's what I'm getting at. We okay. elected him because we were conservative back then. So it kind of worked out. You had Roger Stone back then for him. And then you had uh, – what is that guy? Um, the nation wasn't conservative. It was still split. I mean, Gore won the popular vote but lost the Electoral College. That's it's, the same, it's the same thing, you know, this last election, same fucking thing. Democrats won the popular vote. Lost the electoral college. So, you know, person for person, pound for pound, 
I, I would still say split, right? I'm not going to say, oh, most of the country's Democrat. No, 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 no. Well, For all intents and purposes, we're split down the middle. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's why I, I obviously, the, there's things in the, the Bush presidency I don't agree with, I have serious problems with. Well, his, but I don't have a problem with the fact that he was president for two terms because that means that there was there was enough of the country that agreed with the way that he was doing things. Well, he didn't get that second presidency because of virtuous means. I have to say it's because of 9-11. We felt safer with him. Than- yeah, Gore, Gore, I think Gore probably would have also had the confidence of the people. I can't, I can't imagine a different response than what Bush had when we went into Afghanistan. I felt safer. But right, but Iraq. Well, that was you know we we history has already figured it out. Dick Cheney, boom, done. You know? No, even at the time, even at the time, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know about this one because the evidence was really thin that there was a a link to nine eleven. It's fucking weird. It was like we were fighting in Afghanistan, and then we're like, oh fuck, let's go for Iraq. They're like fucking like this, you know, <laughs> like. And then people are like, we don't give a fuck. They're all the same back there, but they don't understand the difference between Muslims and shit and Sunnis and whatever the fuck, you know, like. But when he, but when he got reelected, I mean, I was bummed, but at the same time, I was like, okay, hmm. he, he's, you know, enough of the country agreed with with his direction. There's maybe something I don't see. I don't know, man. I'm going sorry. right. But government kept working. Why? Because the Democrats would still talk to the Republicans, more or less, and you still had a lot of that going on. But right now, it's split, and there's and they're far apart, you know. And almost nothing can get done. Fuck, they can't even agree on how to help people right now during COVID nineteen. It's getting kind of weird in the sense that, well, I mean, personally, getting conspiracy theorist as I get older. I mean, nine eleven happens when we elect a fucking Bush, right? And then we got this we got this catastrophe that have fucking happened in 2020. It's kind of weird, right? You get alien propaganda. I mean, that's a thing that fucking happened. The Pentagon releases info that we found ships that were kind of uh, not of this planet. The Pentagon released information like that in the middle of this shit in the middle of fucking shutting down the country for the first time in recorded history. And there's a guy who got a knee on his neck, and then the entire – what sense does it make that people would protest in Japan? You know what I mean? Like over something that happened in America. Like it happened in Egypt. I mean like fucking what? I mean just it's just, it's just weird that this happened on election year. You know what I mean? Like I just – what the fuck? 9-11 is a weird thing that happened, and we're still talking about it. We're like, what happened to Building 5? You know, like, to this day. And it just so happens there's all this weird shit that happened with it, and we're like, whatever. And then fast forward to now, and there's all this shit happening. I'm like, fucking aliens? Are you kidding me? That was like the straw for me. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Aliens? That's a, that's a thing that you've... Really- and now Beirut. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't... We That's too early. We don't... Yeah. It's too, dude, that's too early. We don't know what's up. If there is footage of a fucking spaceship nearby. <laughs> shit, dude. I don't know. When I get off right now, I'm going to start looking at that shit. Dude, like uh, Commander Faber was this uh, pilot. He's a pretty meat and potatoes guy. You, you could scour his Facebook. Normal guy, not alien guy. Sees alien right and then he has they release the footage right and he doesn't release the footage it's just something that happened to him he's not gonna tell anybody he's that guy you'd be drinking beer with you want to hear some fucking trippy yeah okay that's who he is 
this shit comes out, right? They have the footage that is out. And he explains it. He goes, all right, this is what the fuck happened. He literally saying that this little tic-tac went like this from 60,000 feet up in the air, and it had no mode of uh, transportation. You, you drive your car really fast. You know how cars move. So when the words out of your mouth say, well, when the car went straight upward, you know, there's a validity to that. Same thing with pilot guy who is yeah. flying around. He's like, this fucking Tic Tac went up in the air, 60,000 feet up. It's impossible for a fucking vehicle to move like that because I am a fucking pilot. That's what I do. Uh, and, yeah. and then I'm he goes, and then, it, and then it went into the water. I, it's the, the footage of the recording is just seeing the Tic Tac move all around and shit. But for his verbal account of something that um, isn't something he reported, it is it, it happened he was just there and it it was done and then years later somebody leaked it out and he was like well i could explain it you know i guess and Faber's like it went into the water it went out it fucking moved there's nothing on earth that can move like that because i'm the fire pilot who has to train to destroy things that can do that you know and it did that and i was like and i'm looking around i'm like this is real this <laughs> <laughs> this is real like like this isn't a guy making this shit up like what he's saying is true unless he was on lsd but the the problem is <laughs> is like there's cameras that caught it too there's that caught it there's people who observe it other than him commander favor is the only one who explained it but there's other fucking fighter pilots who said they they had their own accounts to it and like i'm like what the fuck is happening here like it, it, we literally saw alien we unless unless there's a here's the scary fucking thing it has to be an alien because if it's another uh country we're fucked yeah (laughs) if it's china if there's a fucking china that has a vehicle that doesn't need propulsion and can move up and basically rewrite laws of physics we're done there's no beating that i think even if it's aliens we're done well, aliens <laughs> work like this. We don't know. They can have different motives. They could do anything. If it's China, we're fucked. China has hundreds of years of hating America because we put them in their place. We created a system that put them in their place. Their whole goal and propaganda machine is to destroy us. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Russia is the same way. Yeah, all yeah. The- Countries that fucking hate us, if they have that ability, we're fucking gone. Now, aliens, it works because if they want to put anal probes in us or whatever the fuck, that's good. They, there's nothing to gain. There's just nothing to gain. Like, if I'm a scientist studying monkeys, there's nothing to gain. They're just, I, what do I give a shit? I don't care about the political system of this monkey versus that monkey group. I don't care. I'm going to put my fucking tube in its ass and I don't give a shit. That's where we're hoping. So it's probably aliens, if anything. If not, if if, if it belonged to China, we're done. We're speaking Mandarin at this point. <laughs> or, or Sokovian or Russian or whatever the fuck. Sokovian. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck it. So, like, when, when Faber is talking about it and he's explaining this shit, in the year 2020, he's explaining this shit. I'm like, well, fuck, aliens exist. I mean, like, unless it, the, if it literally is another country, we're done. So it has to be aliens. And if it's aliens, I mean, it means it, – basic. this is what it means. What if it's us? It could be us from the future too. I, I thought that too. I thought that's a theory too. That doesn't matter. But, the, but, the, but this exists though. That's a thing that exists. No, I mean, what if it's us today? 
You mean like us, like Faber? You mean America? He accidentally ran into like a super secret part of the Air Force or the Space Force or something. Then why are we fucking uh, mining asteroids and having child slavery? So, okay, we mine cobalt ore from rare earths in Africa, right? And we have child slaves. We've outsourced this shit, right? And we need these materials. We need this copper. We need this fucking cobalt. We need this shit to make our fucking shit work. But here you have a spaceship that can go to the moon and mine that shit. We have a spaceship. I mean, like, to have that, to have that capability... Well, it means we can mine the moon, we can mine asteroids, we can mine all this shit. We never, ever have to want. We could become a type two civilization. Yeah, we- honestly, I do think if, you know, if they're out there, it's us from the future. It, there you we're, go. We're coming back to study ourselves. Exactly. That's what if, I mean. If we can go back 300,000 years to study the, the, the missing link, we'd do it. And then the theory, this is my thought process. It, it would be us from the future because we would just do it. And what the fuck can we do? Nothing. And we we would try not to interfere with the timeline, you know. But then if the timeline works as such, there's aliens or whatever. There's future us. There's nothing we could do about it. We have to go about our days because we can't. You can't stop something that can move 60,000 feet in the air in an instant and go into the water like there's nothing. I mean, you can't stop yet. Well, yeah, but there's nothing we can do. No, dude, that science is so far ahead. I mean, you're talking about, like, understanding the fourth dimension. I mean, like, that's not something we can do. That's not – dude, the best thing we can do is fly really fast upward. That's about it. Yeah. We have Elon Musk. We have SpaceX. That's it. We have the Dragons. We, we barely have a satellite that came back into entry after fucking how many years? 75 yeah, years? Split, splitting atoms is a big deal, too, but – but nothing like moving that fast and without propulsion. We don't have that. We I'm going to check these videos out. How long are they? Um, good luck. The oh, fuck. Mm. <laughs> They're everywhere. Like, like this is some shit. I like, I listen to all podcasts. I watch the videos. It's like audit, audit plus times 10 of a million things. Good luck finding what I'm talking about because there's like, you know, videos that could take you into how the earth is flat. You know? Oh no! I just want to. I just want to. Uh, I have actually haven't seen the the interviews with that fighter pilot, Commander Faber. Done. You're done. F A B E R. Done. Yep. Commander Faber. Done. And he will explain. And as you hear him, I, I watched a three hour interview with him, right between him and Joe Rogan. This fucking guy, literally. I mean, like you could only pretend to be somebody for maybe 10, 15 minutes, maybe an hour, three hours just talking. You know, you're going to let loose a lie. You know, this guy literally, literally was like just a fucking meat and potatoes kind of guy. Like, Hey man, fucking, I didn't give a shit. This is some story I just seen, you know, and I've seen some shit too. And it's not something I'm going to report, but I'm just like, I'm like, if we're around a campfire, I'm like, Hey man, I saw some shit with this one guy bunch, man. We saw this fucking thing that moved really fast. And that's what we said. It, it wasn't a thing we reported or wrote down in our logs because it's stupid. It's just easier just to let this shit happen. Like, yeah, they'd probably never let us fly again. Yeah, dude, I, I'm <laughs> watching Hawaii, and I saw this fucking ship in the space in the in the sky, and it was like, and it was really fast. And I, I was like, did they go around the world or something? I'm like, I'm like, and I'm watch, I'm walking the pier with a shotgun. I'm like, I'm like, a bunch. Are you? And me and Bunch are besties. We're not friends. We're just people who are on watch at late at night. And I'm like, Bunch, are you fucking seeing this fucking thing in the space? In the, in the sky? And he's like, yeah, dude, what is that? I'm like, I've never seen anything move like that. It was like moving super fast. And I'm like, 
maybe it's some kind of uh, high tech uh, airplane or something. <laughs> That's what we thought. <laughs> but it, it was moving fast and stupid. It was, I, was, I was like, oh, aliens exist. I don't know. But that's not something I we have to write logs, right? I wasn't going to write that in a log. Oh, it's all fucking mysterious. <laughs> Fuck am I going to do that? I was just like, shit's good. Normal. Normal. <laughs> this is easier to write. You know, you're just, and like, you don't want to get probed. Yeah, like, they're like, what's this fucking thing you wrote in? I'm not, I'm like, hey, I saw this fucking crazy fucking thing. I have nothing. I am just a guy with a shotgun walking up here. Same thing with Butch. Butch is a guy with a gun. It, it, like, we're, we'll switch places. He's on the pier. I'm um, wearing a gun on top of the submarine. <laughs> we're, we're not special. We're, we don't know anything. We just see something in the sky that goes like. And, like, I, I literally saw it go around the horizon and then back again. And I was like, I, okay, I've never seen that before. And I've heard other Navy people see some shit. And I'm just like, it's just easier not to say it. And Faber is that guy. And Faber is literally the guy who was like, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't give a shit. I mean, like, that's something that did that. And, like, and like he said something um, that was crazy. He goes, and then when we used active radar on it, it deflected or some shit like or something. Something about radar and it's an act of war. If if it's another country, it's considered an act of war. I think he used, I don't know. And he get, I, I, it's funny too, because you know, when you're driving, you kind of feel that spatial awareness of other people and cars. You get that mentality of like, this car is thinking, this person in this car is thinking this way. Well, pilots have that tip. Yeah. The vibe of, he says, it noticed us and then it was playing with us. When he said that, I was like, whoa. Like, as in, like, he's not just saying that to say that. He's a veteran, a, a guy who's done this thousands of times where he knows the spatial awareness of this plane or thing. And he goes, this Tic Tac knew we were there. It noticed us. It didn't notice us, and then it did. And then it started doing things. And I was just like, Faber is the fucking truth. So, I mean, aliens exist or us in the future. I have to say, if it's aliens, they think of us as monkeys. Or it's probably us in the future, which we, we recorded history. We don't give a fuck. We probably still see ourselves as primitive. Yeah, like monkeys. Like that. I mean, to move like that, you have fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional. You know aspects of life that we don't. So you see things differently. So it's it, you have to see these the, the plane. You're like, ah, oh, fucking. You know that there's those monkeys. Because I, I still I hope they still have Marvel movies in. I, I think they don't perceive things that like, <laughs> their, their movies are interdimensional movies yeah. in their brain. Well, you know, you get the long, the big head, right? Like, like the head that we have isn't the same head as a Neanderthal, right? You know, yeah. yeah so, like, maybe the the reason their head is like that is because they're they've evolved in some kind of a dimension that we don't understand. Because there's like more than four dimensions. Well, then there's the hair thing too. You know, we have less hair than a gorilla. You just keep yeah. that pattern going. Yeah. Like you know, our we tail also have the same muscle density, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least the natural muscle density as a gorilla, and you know, not as strong as a gorilla though. Think about it. That's you what know, I'm saying. Yeah, weaker. And so, like, maybe that's why their bodies are frail is because of, like future. they don't need they don't need to be strong. They don't. Shit. Do they even need to be in our reality? Maybe maybe there may some kind of an energy thing that that uses these mechanical like a drone. Like I think this is my theory. Aliens that we see with the grays, those are just drones. 
they're like actually like because like i mean we got the internet we got these cell phones i mean what's after a cell phone that connects to our brain what's after that i mean it could be a thing we're just in the cloud and then we just use little robot avatars to do shit that's my theory be out there dude okay so this is the end of podcast for we right now this is the end of the episode if you like us please like and subscribe share away if you think what we're saying is too much fuck you uh that's how it works you know we did four hours we talked about star i wrote about what with this what we wrote about so we talked about star wars old guard we talked about uh hydrochloroquine queen and we we talked about trump uh, all this shit we talked about a bunch of shit aliens so, alien oh, jesus christ we did talk about aliens oh bitch Oh, I done lost my brother. Ugh. Damn, aliens! Four hours we could have driven to Vegas, dude. <laughs> Fucking time warp. Well, I could have driven to Vegas. You could have get. You could have driven about a tenth of the way to Vegas. I could have got to Ohio. That's about it. <laughs> hey, man, we just did three hours and fifty-two minutes and forty-four seconds. I mean, nice. that's fucking crazy, dude. Because I wanted to do an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's 1.50 a.m., just saying. For me, it's 1.50 a.m. I got to work for 12 fucking hours in about eight hours. So I got to right, So as always, if you like us, subscribe, share, be the better person than you were yesterday, believe in aliens and all that good shit. Mahalo. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did I hit stop? I don't even know. Uh, uh, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll stop. Yeah, we're recording. We're stopping. All right, cool. We're done. All right. Another lengthy one in the books. I enjoyed the conversation tremendously, you know, talking about Star Wars. I really didn't think we'd talk about Star Wars. I want I had um a list of things to talk about in the news. <clears throat> you know, with the Bay after Beirut, I just kept uh, what I do is I, I pull up tabs of the news and I'm like, "Oh, we'll talk about this, we'll talk about that." But we get caught up on subjects I kind of just you know, I don't know, just grab holds of us or grab, it grabs a hold of us, right? And when I do that, it's just a, I don't know, I, you gotta, you gotta flow with the shit, right? So if you, if you enjoy it, you know, you just gotta go with it. That's where creativity comes from. You gotta enjoy what you do. And that's what we do here. Uh, we, we speak, we talk, we go back and forth, and we genuinely enjoy what we do. We both know nobody's fucking listening nobody gives a fuck but it's fun and that's what matters and at the end of time that's where we stand you know we can look back and say hey we did something great did anyone look did anyone see gives a fuck that's how you make good stuff now you know to the untrained eye this could be garbage but i don't care (laughs) well anyways as always, please like and subscribe, share away, uh, comment, hate on us, that kind of good stuff. Please don't hate on us, but if you do, do. You know, you can uh, leave us a comment on the YouTube section as our moniker is Podcast for We. I'm going to try to get more visuals in, in these podcasts, but I'm so enthralled in the conversation, I forget to do that. So, as always... Be the better person than you were yesterday. Trying to see the other side of the argument and try to challenge your own beliefs. Because sometimes the ideas or ideals that you have 
need to be challenged so that you have understand your own faith in things. And sometimes your ideals become a thing of faith, not an actual thing that you believe in. You just like, I don't believe it, but I'm going to go with it. So try to challenge all that and always be the better person than you were yesterday. And always stay frosty. Devil and the devil is free.